109er. 109er there. And nine episodes of the Spanish Announce Table podcast where we talk about professional wrestling. I'm fired up today, boys. You yeah, are fired up. I think it's the weather. The weather has Weather's got me good. all vitamin D. Wrestling has been pretty good. Yeah. With the, with the exception of maybe one or two minor-ish things. But damn it, Raw was good last night. Yes. Which is, yeah. which is a refreshing change. Because, you know, they always knock that first one after Mania. Mm. They knock that one out of the park, and that's all good. Then you're worried there's going to be a drop-off the next yeah. week. Then you think they go back into their bad habits, but uh, nope. And like, they nailed the main event. They actually nailed the TV main yeah. event where I was genuinely intrigued the whole time. Yeah, they sprinkled that whole card out with like uh, occasional very good and lengthy wrestling matches. Right, and even the—well, we're, we're getting a bit ahead of ourselves, but even the— We do what we want. Even the— uh, Oh, I found my pen. Oh, That's where I left this pen. That's pretty sweet. 109, uh, finding pens. <laughs> I've been missing this pen for a week. Here's the story on this pen. Forget about Raw. We'll talk about Raw later. Okay. This pen, uh, radio, the business of radio, is a pen-stealing game. Mm. You leave your pen anywhere, it's gone. Like, we have right. gone through buckets. and bu- They don't even sell pens in buckets, but mm. we've gone through <laughs> buckets of pens. By the gallon. In that studio. <laughs> Uh, just because you leave them and they disappear and nobody knows where they go. So I found a hiding spot, as you guys both know, for my pen. Uh, and I've had this pen since uh, last June, which is unheard of for right. a pen to have that lifestyle. That's like, a good lifespan streak. It's, in, like, uh, it's like 42 years in pen years. It, it is 42 <laughs> years. So I was very disappointed because I bragged about this pen and the life of it because Majot was bragging about how he has a pen that's lasted him two weeks. Right. And I said, buddy. <laughs> Six months over here. Yeah. The next day, gone. And I was like, okay, somebody stole it. Somebody Majo. stole it me. Like, Sounds like found- an inside job for Majo there. Turns out I left it in here last week when we podcast. Think of all the people you blamed. Yeah, that's okay, though. Uh, we have it now. And yeah. fuck, reunited, and it feels so good. Just picture like one dude in radio who has like a fucking <laughs> big like, room full of pens. You fools! <laughs> like the million yeah, dollar Yeah, like man. a custodian yeah. staff has got like a closet full of them. <laughs> That's why, like, radio hosts are always jumping, like, to different markets. Is cause get, they get the pens, and then they're like, okay, I got to get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> Things are it. getting hot, and I got to go <laughs> start a pen collection somewhere else. Done. They're speculating me. Got to get in, get a new collection going. Uh, we're back to a three-man show. No Ooh. Boris this week. He'll be back uh, relatively soon. Whenever yes. the next PWA show is, we'll He's bring him back on in. on the but... horizon. I think he'll be on the week of 420. I think there oh, are ca- Edmonton oh, shows. Here we go. No, because there are Edmonton shows the 23rd. I think you're right. Oh, right. And I can't that's, make that show. So that's the only reason why I'm like, he'll be on that week. Uh, 420's on a Wednesday this year, right? Yeah. That's good. Uh, when you get older, it doesn't, or when you smoke every day, <laughs> it's just another day. One day hey. doesn't really mean that much. You don't, you don't do the whole like go down to the ledge and maybe when I was in high school smoke to stick it to the man oh that's the worst <laughs> fucking story to cover every year I, they're always telling hey. me I was like can you go get some fucking pot smokers down at the ledge maybe do some interviews I was like they don't want to talk to the media <laughs> do some interviews yeah this is going to be some they don't good even know what I'm doing TV. at least last year though we we made it uh, into a good story yeah, you guys did the trash pickup, yeah. Yeah, they went all went down there and said, let's go pick up some garbage. Yeah, in the River Valley. Let's smoke weed, get really baked, and then let's pick up some garbage. Right, do a, contribute to society. See, if you can if you can somehow muster up the stoners, they'll do whatever they want for you. Yeah. They're, they're a loyal group, mm-hmm. the stoners. You got to play the pipe and they all <laughs> follow you down the road. But like a, to, like a pipe, like a right, weed a, pipe. Right, the weed pipe. <laughs> <laughs> follow the piper. <laughs> <laughs> 
stretching Boys, this joke out. Uh, what's, what's going on? Who wants to go first with their new stuff? Oh, boy. I haven't seen you guys in two weeks. That's right. You were yeah. sick last week. You're feeling better. You since yes. Mania Sunday. Uh, yeah. Boy, was that a time. That was a oh, time. Man, I know hey. you guys probably talked about it already. Not, but... not a lot. Yeah. I mean, I talked about the, the progression of our inebriated states. Yeah. And how certain things towards the end of the show were a little bit blurrier yeah. than, than we didn't, others. But... Neither of us knew that Triple H had little skull dudes walking out until we woke <laughs> up the next day and we're like, when did that happen? No, we're re-watching it and we're like, the guys with the skull mask. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't recall those guys. Were those there last night? I don't think they were. Uh, yeah, that was a blast. I had reservations uh, to watch wrestling at a bar. Mm-hmm. which is not my preferred setting to watch wrestling because I don't fucking pay attention to shit. Yeah. Uh, which was still kind of a problem at this, but it was made, uh, it was evened out and then some by hanging out with a bunch of like-minded people who were yelling. Like, the John Cena rock thing, which is kind of a, I would say, looking back on it, generally the population is saying that wasn't a good segment. That was a bad right. way to handle that That's stuff. That's fair. Yep. I didn't even care I was so drunk at that yeah. point. And everyone was just yelling when The Rock came out. Oh, yeah, The Rock. Everyone yelling when John Cena comes out. I was like, half the bar didn't even like John Cena, and they're still yelling because they're excited. We get The Rock, and he has a flamethrower? Yeah. What? And he's lighting shit on fire with it. <laughs> That's funny great. that like, you guys were like sauce enough to enjoy that, because I was like yeah. sauce enough to be like, Oh, this is dumb. <laughs> I get like I watch wrestling with a pretty positive frame of mind at the worst of times. Me too. You yeah. get me drunk, and oh. boy, that company can do no wrong. I just sit there and yeah, pop at everything. That's what I was saying last week. Is that after that show in the bar, I was saying and Colton Kelly texted me this past week to give me shit because I did not hold the same sentiments on the podcast last week. But after that show, I was saying that's one of the best WrestleManias we've had in the past ten years. Yeah, uh, which it maybe is 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 still kind of true. It's top five of the past 10 years, I guess. But, um, yeah, That's, it was, uh, we, we had a good time. Yeah, it was, it was top five of the last 10 years. It was a 50. That's an above average show. You know what I didn't talk about last week, mm. actually, uh, is that we ended up staying yes. after WrestleMania. And singing a <laughs> buttload of karaoke. <laughs> Which is hilarious because I don't take either of you guys for I'm karaoke. Very guys. much not a yeah, karaoke. Whereas guy. I, I do my fair share of karaoke uh, yeah. when the opportunity arises. But yeah, Warren, that was the first time I'd ever seen you. And that's that them just rhymes. speaks to how drunk I was. Right. Was that I usually when I hear karaoke, I'm like, let's go the fuck home or go somewhere else. But when they brought out that and I popped, I'm like, yeah. We're doing some karaoke. Woo! We, uh, what did you sing again, Warren? Uh, well, you the and num- I. We did the Numb Encore. Which I was Jay-Z. Oh, yeah. at- and you were Chester. Yeah, I did Chester. <laughs> you did Jay-Z. Though, I mean, the world wasn't ready. There's a, lot of, lo- there's a lot of Jay-Z in there and a lot that I did not know yeah, at all. I know. Yeah. And also, they don't even, like, on the lyrics, they don't censor it. So, oh, like, just they spell it? The N bomb is right up there, and, you're and like, like, ah! we literally went up after a, a black dude. So yeah. I'm like trying to be like I'm drunk, but I'm like, uh-huh, and like trying to just like yeah. skip words. I'm and, like, not gonna sing that word. Jokingly laugh and be like, I don't know where I am. Ha-ha. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, it was, it was a good time. It was good. Uh, Matt Eads stayed with us as well. Black eyes looked unforgivable. <laughs> he seemed to be. Listen, we were the glue that held that whole karaoke night together. We were the the sing along with the chorus table. We help were... them out in parts. Maybe they're nervous, right? right. We're screaming to make yeah. idiots out of ourselves to make them feel better about themselves. As soon as they hit that first high note, whether mm. they hit it well or hit it bad, we're just, just like popping. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> and then there was that one chick that sang. Um, 
Zombie by yeah. the Cranberries. That was great. Melted my heart. I know. Cell phones in the air. Oh, and it was tremendous. Yeah. That that, uh, that whole night, night spa- spun out of absolute control. I drank a lot of Bulldogs, <laughs> uh, which is just a stupid thing for me to start ordering. And it's, is it's, that is that a Canadian thing, you think? Or is that a, a cross? Bulldog? I, yeah. I think that's a cross- Numerous a, yeah, like I think there's martini. some Canadian variations that we have up here. Sure. Where you use like a Pilsner or like a Molson it's in like there. It's like a big martini with like slush, yep. vodka, I, or a shot tequila or two. Or, yeah, a couple and shots. Like an upside down beer. Pour it into it. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, it's man. it's just, it's something glorious when you're having it's it. A, but boy, waking up the next morning, <laughs> it was a mistake. It's a good one or two patio drink, but not a let's have four on a Sunday yeah, night keep, after wrestling drink. Right. Keep, the only keep, time keep I went coming. to like, a pop country bar, that's all I had was Ooh. like variation bulldogs. How'd that go for you? Uh, I only went because it was a girl's birthday mm. and I left as soon as it became like <laughs> a club. I was like, that's it. Okay. Well, it's 10 o'clock. I've been here since eight. Yep. That's about as much as I can take. Um, thank you for the Taylor Swift. Nice. I'm gonna you should leave. always thank your DJ for the Taylor Swift. Yeah, I'm coming nice. around to her. Oh, she's coming great. around to her hard she's nowadays. Great. I liked it. I always think of Brando, to too, when I hear her. Yeah. Well, you know, we're tight. Yeah. Yeah. Brando and the T-Swizzle. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else do you want to talk about, Brando? Oh, boy. Um, uh, I'll talk about Better Call Saul. I just watched uh, most recent episode of Better Call Saul, and I will say that is the best show on TV right now. Was it the Was it the finale? It was not. It was the the, the, which thank God because boy did they leave her on a hanger (laughs) this one. And I was like, and I was like, fuck. (laughs) And then I looked it up. I was like, oh no, there's one more episode next week. That's good. Uh, Yeah, people should watch that show. Uh, Watch Breaking Bad first. People should watch that show. I'm gonna. I think I've decided. I'm gonna wait until this season wraps up, and then and then go. That'll probably go up two. on Netflix. Yeah. At some point, because the first season's on Netflix. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Lots of good TV right now. That's kind of all I've been doing. Good. Your thoughts on the Walking Dead finale? Uh, way better than uh, I was led to believe it was. So um, the hype is not accurate. You know what? I think a lot of people were unhappy with the cliffhanger because it is almost too big. Yeah. And I, as someone who am maybe not as invested in that show as everyone hmm. else, uh, was like, oh, that's pretty dope. That's crazy. I wonder I wonder who dies. Someone's got to die hmm. here. And then I turn it off and I go do my own thing and I don't think about it again. We'll find out in eight months, <laughs> yeah. I guess. Yeah. The way they filmed it was cool. Yeah, it like, was. From really the neat. perspective of the person dying, was cool. Yeah, because they didn't want to tell you who it is. And- I want to know if they keep, if it's the same person who dies in comics. Yeah, because I've heard the th- actually, uh, I forget who was telling me about it, but somebody was telling me that uh, what happens in the comics anyway, they told me what happened and who did it and yeah. what they did it with. So They've nailed that theories. by the looks of it. Like, for what on what you saw on the panels right. looks very accurate to what was on screen. I'm uh, I'm still very far behind, so I'm not fully yeah. caught up, but... That's it's that show is fine. Like, it's, I, it's, it's just not great anymore, but I'm so far into it that I'm... Very much like, well, I kind of want to see what ends up happening. You got to follow it through now. I right? know, but it's very much like I always watch because it's uh, Walking Dead on Sunday and then Better Call Saul on Monday. Yeah, and I never watch either of them until Tuesday, uh, and I watch them back to back almost every time. And I always start with Walking Dead because that's the show where I'm kind of like, I could cook a meal while this is going on, maybe poke my head around and see, oh, oh what, who's yelling at who, who's eating who. Uh, and then I make my meal, and then Better Call Saul starts, and it's like I sit on my couch and watch it intently right. the whole way. I think I think my biggest problem with Walking Dead, and I again, like you, still love that show, mm-hmm. uh, is that what what is the end game? Like at least for a while, they the had the one. they had the oh we're going for this cure, let's get to yeah. wherever the hell they were going, 
and then now that's gone. Things so are bad. Like, At the what? end of the season, things are real rough yeah? for everyone. All, all our, all our very favorites. Yeah. Okay. Good. That's, um, well, that's kind of it. I don't think I've done anything uh, too interesting, unless you can anything pops into your head that I was with you with. Don't what you so. been playing? Uh, nothing. Rocket League. I Just Rocket League. Yeah, I'm kind of getting sick of that game. <laughs> getting close. I had I had my moment today after you left, and I was playing with my buddy. Where I was like, I don't know if I want to play Rocket League anymore. <laughs> But I will. I'll take a break yeah. for a week, and then I'll go back. That's the thing. I did the same thing. I, I, I killed that game in, like, three days where mm. I just played so much of it. Now I'm like, nah, that's that's enough, and I didn't touch it for two weeks. Mm. And now I'm kind of getting the bug again Yeah. where I have to, I have to like, mentally tell myself, take a break. Don't burn it out again. Yeah. So it's, your enjoyment it's, of that game ties very much into how good you're doing. Yes. Yeah, it's very shitty when you suck. Yeah. Uh, Scotty, what's what's new with you, buddy? I've uh, been reading a ton of comics. Uh, went comic shopping with Colton Kelly. Yeah, well, I spent like a, an afternoon with him. Had a big day today. That wasn't today. Oh, I that was, was like today. Thursday of last week. Okay. So, but it was cool. Hung out with him. He told you his life story. Uh, more or less. <laughs> he was like, I, "I feel like we're very good acquaintance friends, but I'd like <laughs> us to be closer friends. So, I need to tell you everything, which is cool. It was like a mini cute interview." In a car ride. That's good. You guys have a lot in common, so yeah. I'm glad that the, that the, the worlds are colliding. We're very similar people, but we've gone through very different things. Good. Yeah. That's that should nice. be the tagline of your movie. <laughs> Scott, yeah. Scotty Molino and Mattia whatever. Oh. 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 It's weird. Oh. I mean, he was saying that like I'm the only oh. dude who can like call him the wrestling name and it not be weird and then call him the next sentence like his real name mm. and bounce back and forth. But I like the name Colton Kelly a lot. It is a good name. So, like that too. I call him CK. Yeah, I good throw old CK, CK around. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes an abbreviation I use that in text to be like, "Oh, hanging with the CK." Mm. So I'll use the uh, shortened version of his real name, which I won't say. But he's, no. he's already yeah. done that. So, well, the the weird thing is on like all <laughs> social medias, it's like it'll be like, "Is it at Colton Kelly?" Uh, yeah, he changed it from Dick Dixon. But <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's at his real name ninety five. <laughs> Yeah, I think you're right. I think he but does. But then the Twitter name is Colton Kelly. But he also never uses Twitter. So yeah, fuck that guy. Mm. And he only used Instagram once recently, just because somebody drew a cool picture really? of him. I thought he would be an Instagram kind of guy. Because I am. Uh, kind of. But I don't know. He like the one time that he came, the first time he came over to our house for a uh, to view a pay per view, he should have like a camera in his hand, like a digital camera. No. I'm like, what's that for? He's like, I don't know. I bought this thing a while back. I haven't really used it, so I just want to start filming shit. I'm like, okay, that's cool. So it seemed like he was kind of like a, a photo. Yeah, very into like audio guy. photo video guy. But I don't know. Yeah. Maybe maybe he's it's the the Instagram is too mainstream. Maybe maybe it is there another like one? Is there a less sporadically? There might be. There's Probably you guys be. haven't jumped to something else. There should yet. be an Instagram Goddamn for hipsters. hipsters. Yeah. That's yeah. like I don't know when people Instagram. Instagram is where I drew the line of like, okay, I can be into this social media. Sure. But I won't go into Snapchat or anything further than that. Or Vine. Yeah, no, I'm uh, not a Vine guy. I'm too old for that. <laughs> I'm not a Snapchatter either, actually. I uh, I like a good Snapchat huh. every now and then. Get your Snap Street going. Only when I'm drunk. Like if you get Snapchats from me, it's a nine out of ten chance that I'm drunk. Yeah, that's how that's how I operate. That's fair. But I still like creeping on other people's Snapchats. Oh yeah, it's so. good. Uh, anything else? Scott? Uh, do do do. Uh, I'm almost done Malcolm in the Middle. I'm on like the last two seasons, and I'm starting to get bummed out. Like you're crushing the whole yeah. show. Okay. Um, 
Just, and I'm just getting bummed out because I like it. It's always like, oh, they're just gonna keep getting older. And now I'm like, okay, I know there's only like 30 <laughs> episodes left. When does he become Heisenberg? Yeah, that you know what? All the time, whenever something goes chaotic in the family, and Brian Cranston like freaks out and runs to the garage, I'm always like, oh, that's it. I can't take you kids. I just gotta go build meth with my other family. <laughs> Jesse! But, like, Brian Cranston's a fucking great actor. He's, oh, yeah. He's really Like, good. he can oh, do yeah. many a thing. He yep. can be hilarious. Mm-hmm. He can be confidently terrifying. evil, yeah. terrifying. Yep. Like Good guy. Yeah, Really good. It kind of bums me out he wasn't in Batman vs. Superman. Was he supposed to be? Uh, he was originally rumored to be cast as Lex Luthor, and uh, the guy that got to be Lex, Jesse Eisenberg? Oh, yeah. Is that the guy's name? Yep. Uh, he was like supposed Heise- to be Jimmy Olsen. Sounds like Heisenberg. Yeah. Huh. But yeah, so the guy who was Zombieland or whatever was uh, supposed to be Jimmy Social Olsen. Network as well. Yeah. Never saw that film. Was that, that was okay. Was that worth a damn? It was all right. Yeah. It was kind of, I don't know. Didn't really care about it. Yeah. But it was good film. Which good. It's, it's, it's more neat to be like, oh, that's kind of how that happened. Eh? Yeah. Now yeah. I know how Facebook became a thing. Yeah. Uh, that's cool. Yeah. But, it's kind of like the Steve Jobs movie. I'm like, I don't really want to see, see it. But I kind of want. Which one? Isn't there like ten Steve Jobs movies now? Like the the big Hollywood one. Yeah, the the one that has Seth Rogen or whatever. Okay. And uh, Magneto is in that, isn't he? Young Magneto or old Magneto? Young Magneto. Ooh, Michael Fassbender. Fassbender's a great last name. I know. Sometimes I'd like to. Yeah, I can't wait till he's washed up and an alcoholic, and everyone's like, "Oh, it looks like you went on a Fassbender." Oh no. (laughs) Or no, he'd have to become an alcoholic and then sober up. And then he'd be, oh, he was just on a fast bender. Yeah, fast. Like a, <laughs> yeah. like a one-night a one bender. Yeah. He's fast. Gets real drunk and then comes right back. I hope he go. shows up to award shows just slammed. Go for it. Why not? And, yeah, I'll, I'll end my week there. I don't really have anything else going on. Okay. What'd you do, Warren? Uh, let me tell you about the world's smallest stripper. Oh. Let's good. all <laughs> okay. tell a tale about the world's smallest yeah, stripper. Yeah, I was going to bring this up, but then after we texted about it and it didn't seem like you had a great time, I was it, like, you know what? This story maybe, haunts me. It's maybe a funny not thing. a story for the pod, but it's go a, for it. It's a funny thing that has happened. Uh-huh. It's an event. Listen, how many people that uh-huh. you know can say that they have gotten a lap dance from the Guinness Book of World Records' world's smallest stripper? That'd be one. That would be me. Yeah. And that's yeah. it. Uh, two foot ten, uh-huh. which is... Listen, we we've been talking about that for two weeks. About okay, she's two foot ten, right? And that's like we have my little buddy James, who is also a little person who works at the radio station. Yep, he's four foot even. That's fucked. So that's a full foot and an inch or two, give or take, shorter than James. That's fucked. So in my mind, I'm visualizing this. I'm okay with it. But still, when, Once you when see it? sassy Cassie, that's her name, when she walked through that door, <laughs> it was just <laughs> like like I I felt bad, but I kind of jumped because I was like, oh, you're very small, like. You are smaller than a midget. Terrified. Like, like yeah. smaller than a three-year-old kid. Yeah. Like, when the, me and Victoria, my girlfriend, saw the video, like, we were like, yeah, Warren. Because mainly it was a spectacle. Oh, it of, was. Like, you and know that's what? The Even, thing. like, the spectacle, there's a huge size difference. Not just, like, yep. Warren to an average person. It was, like, Warren to an extraordinarily yes. small person. And that's, that's primarily why I agreed to do the video. Because right. we, we had discussed this the week before. We're going to have the world's smallest stripper in. We should have her do a lap dance or somebody if she's cool with it. And I said, well, it's got to be me because yeah. that that's funny. The sheer, right? yeah. Not not out of the pleasure. No. I don't enjoy that. And if you do, that's cool. Yeah, hey. She is. She's we all got our vices. 24, lovely young lady. Yeah. When we spoke. Did she follow you back? Uh, no. Oh. That's, that's Did okay, Did she start though. orbiting I, around you? 
uh, she did. There was some gravitational pull <laughs> at one point. Um, but yeah, she she smokes a lot of weed. She's from Denver, so I got to talk to her about the legal weed and how that process is happening. Apparently, KFC is going to be selling weed within the next year. Ooh. Get a bucket of chicken and a bag of weed. Man, they like are life. targeting their audience right? perfect. Like they know what they're doing. <laughs> they know what they're selling. So I had a good conversation, but then. Then the lap dance happened. Right. And at that it point, was, you're not really going to talk a whole lot. No. No. I, I sat there. I made a, a conscious effort to look as awkward as possible because I knew that would be funny for mm-hmm. the video. That so. probably wasn't very hard. Uh, no. No. I just awkwardly laughed. As you look she, at her in the eye. <laughs> no, no. No. I did not. Anywhere but? Uh, yeah. I did was you look her in the eye here. afterwards? I was over here. Uh, yeah. I shook her hand afterwards, which also weird because her hand is like... I got pretty big mitts, yeah, and her hand is like not even half the size of my palm, right? So Ooh, I'm like, really, like, like giving her my finger to shake, sort of thing, yeah. like, like you're thank meeting you, meeting the baby, yeah, yeah. It's super weird. But what'd you do with your hands? It, I that's the thing is that I had to kind of because she did like this flippy handstand thing on my knees. Oh my God, she was doing like tricks and shit. She's very strong. Oh, did you, have you not seen this? I did. I intentionally did not watch <laughs> oh, the video. Dude, she's <laughs> like, very athletic. Yo, very. Like during the video, Victoria was like. Look how much like her arm strength and her core body strength. Totally. Because she'll like does like a handstand, then kind of flips her body up. Yeah. Then like hooks her ankles behind your head or like shoulders. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden, uh-huh. like Warren's got a face full of booty. Yeah, that is impressive. She needed a little bit of help because she she said to me beforehand, if I start falling, you gotta catch me. And I said, Yeah, no problem. So yeah, she kind of like started. <laughs> <laughs> on her feet and then put her hands on my knees and uh, like flipped up. Oh god. To yeah. put the legs around and she needed a little bit of help with that just cuz I think maybe the chair wasn't hot low enough or what yeah. whatever. Uh. Not, not trying to make jokes here, right. but a lot of these are kind of jo- anyways, uh it was a little weird. Uh-huh. I felt uh I've never I've never in my life had something happen to me where I desperately wanted a shower more than that in my life just because I and again, it's nothing against her. Yeah. It's more just. Hey, you get that feeling with the regular stripper. Sure. Uh, yeah, I feel like because it's, it is considered like a sinful or shameful act or whatever. Sure. To like partake in. Right. And and it's 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 uh, exemplified when it's something that you're not maybe necessarily personally attracted to yourself. Right. Right. Sure. And again, if you you're into made, that stuff, go for it. They would have been the cutest couple in the world. <laughs> yeah. That would have been funny. Oh, you man. You should ride around on your shoulders. <sighs> Apparently, she was on Tinder while she's in, in Edmonton as well. Oh, really? That's a great. lot of people taking screenshots of her Tinder. Hmm. So, single and ready to mingle. Dude, I live like three blocks, or no, I live four blocks from the, like, Diamonds, like the strip yep. club uh, on the south side where she was performing at. And I was like, Vic, should we go? And she was like, mm. no. <laughs> Why would we do yeah, this on yeah. a Monday night? It's probably right. Oh, God, those Monday night strippers are just a whole nother. Yep. Like I feel, yeah, I feel like that or like the Tuesday afternoon strippers, like the, yeah. that that can't be the prime. If you can get your wings cheap, then you should not be at the strippers. <laughs> uh, Randall's like twenty cents a wing. Yeah. Um. So that happened to me this past week. I mean, I feel like you kind of just stole the show story yep. time. Yeah, you definitely uh, did. I did kind of steal the spotlight. There. It was funny when like we texted or me and my girlfriend just tweeted you, and we didn't like reply to anything. Right, because I had just tweeted with a picture of the three of us, myself. Sassy Cassie and my co-host, mm-hmm. uh, and then yeah, you tweet you both like within seconds of each other tweeted me. I'm like, congrats, but you didn't reply to that tweet. So I was like, I'm gonna assume this is about the midget yeah. lap dance. Yeah, Warren <laughs> texts me about it. And I'm just like laughing about it, and then like it went from like 
being fun for me and Victoria of like, yeah, like not laughing at your expense, but kind of laughing with you. Yeah. To be oh, yeah. like, yeah. And then it's like, oh, wait, Warren didn't have a good time during this. <laughs> oh, okay. And then Vic was like, dude, call jokes off. But still, I, I, I realize the humor in that. That's why I did yeah. it. Yeah. And that's why I said, if, if there wasn't that aspect of it, I would not have, would not have agreed to that. But it's a funny thing. Listen, it's that video is our most popular video ever on our face. A hundred thousand views on that. Video. I was sending it around because mainly beforehand when you guys announced that she was coming in. Yeah. Uh, I think it was like a Sunday night dinner I was having with my parents. My mom's like, I voted for Warren. And I'm like, for what? Like, that's cool you're helping him out. Because I think it's like maybe like a local radio award. Sure. Yeah. Or like who's yeah. your favorite host from the bear yeah. or whatever. Oh, yeah. And then she's like. Oh, it's for a midget lap dance. And I'm like, <laughs> nice, Mom. Way to use the M word. <laughs> yes. Proud so you there won. you go. That, that happens. Yeah, well, I'm proud of you too, man. If, if for whatever reason you want to see the video, uh, just look up 100.3 The Bear on Facebook. Go to the videos. It'll be the first one. I like how normally this would be the part where we'd be like, it'll be on the sap on Twitter, but we're nope, not sure no, no. about that one. No, no, no. no probably no, no. not. you got to go out of your way to find that video. I'm not. <laughs> you got to go, go find it yourself. I have not talked to my mother since this happened either. No. I'm just kind of like giving it a bit of a buffer zone to just just let everything just kind of settle. Let the dust settle. What do you think she'd think? I, I don't. I don't think she'd be super happy about it. You think she'd be a little short with you? <laughs> oh, oh, that's the thing. In in the interview with her, she said, uh, "We asked her. We're like, do any of the other girls kind of like like? Is there some animosity because you're kind of more of an attraction than than the regular girls that work at these, these yeah, clubs? You outshorted them. Uh, exactly. And uh, she said, uh, "Well, you know, a lot of those girls look up to me uh, and like just kept rolling, and yeah. I like even did like a little." But then I could tell that, like, it wasn't an it intentional wasn't joke. joke. And I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, oh God. Oh. I thought you were so clever. <laughs> uh, there you go. So, yeah, nothing on this week's podcast will top that. Yeah. Hands down. That's good. There was something else, though, that I wanted to talk about that happened. Because I remember, like, the past three weeks I've been like, oh, I don't do anything. And then this week I was like, I did two big things. And, damn it, I'm going to talk about wow. it. No, I don't remember what the other one. One big thing and well, one little thing. That's, that's very true. Very true. Don't remember what it was. I played some division. I guess hey, that's a, that's a big that's thing. A fun game. I don't remember what it was. Anyways, all right. Uh, we good? Anything else? Hey, Round table yeah, wise? Let's, no, let's hit her. Let's plow into some uh, some news. News. And now. Spanish announced table news. Brandon Lynch. Warren Bears. What do you got for news? Uh, sad news first. Uh, Robert Wyndham, a.k.a. WWE Hall of Famer Blackjack Mulligan, passed away last weekend at the age of 73. Uh, he's had a number of health issues in recent years. I know we've talked on the podcast weeks back about uh, his family going to see him for this or that or the other thing. Uh, exact cause of death is currently unknown. Or at least I have not read what it was. He'd been um, in bad health for a while, though, exactly. because there was that raw month or two ago now where neither Bo nor Bray were on the show because there was a health scare with him. So, so they yeah, and like all the family went to visit. Uh, very like the, the lineage of that man. Oh yeah, all things considered, is pretty crazy. Yeah, prior to wrestling, he was a serviceman in the Marines, which I did not know, as well as a member of the New York Jets. 
Wow, I didn't know that. There you go. Uh, back when they were good. Yeah. Um, it was that long ago. That... I actually don't know if they were good when you played for them, but yeah, okay. they haven't been good recently. In the ring, he was known for his magnificent mustache and iron claw submission hold. He leaves a family legacy in the ring in the form of his grandsons, Bray Wyatt and Bo Dallas, who are the sons of one Irwin Scheister. Who is his son-in-law. Right. Not related by blood, but still. Ah. The lineage there is is pretty crazy. Yes, sir. A uh, lot of influences on one Stan Hansen, who yep. just got inducted in the Hall of Fame. They worked a lot of matches. Both great facial hair. Uh, both, yeah. Same gimmick, really. Yep. Yeah, very, Western very similar Cowboy gimmick. with a mustache that is kind of Western a wild man. Yeah. This man was six foot nine. Jesus. He was big. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Well, yeah. Anyways, Satpod is uh, dedicated. 109, dedicated to... Blackjack uh, Mulligan. Yes. One of the old school. Uh, news on The Undertaker. Uh, I don't know if you guys talked about this last week or if it even made its round by rounds by then, but he had gotten pulled from several of the UK dates uh, on the UK tour. He has now been pulled from all the dates on yeah, the UK we tour. We didn't talk about that because I don't think that got announced until, it may not I think, Saturday morning. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, previously pulled from several di- several dates, uh, but he was still expected to work SmackDown on the 19th and some surrounding live shows, but now he's off everything. No word as to why. Kane is replacing him for all his appearances. Oh. Good old Kane. If you don't like, the, we'll just give you the other brother. That's the other one. <laughs> you won't even know the difference. Yeah, it's the same guy, right? It's just one has a mask on. Uh, like 90% sure Kalisto's injured. Yeah. Uh, still very outside chance that this was all a work. Very outside. I, I think it's definitely not a work. I would lean that way too, yeah. Uh, but yeah, United States champion Kalisto appears to have injured his shoulder or collarbone during his tag team tournament match against the Dudley Boys, which we'll get into. Real early in the match, too. Uh, yeah, coming back from commercial, hmm. the Dudleys had already been in the ring and he was already hurt on the outside. Which, we didn't even see the bump live. Which, when you see that happen and you just kind of like, you kind of chuckle. Like, you feel bad for the guy. You're yeah. like, what? What is what is the curse around the Lucha Dragons? Yes. Like, what is the thing with those guys? I feel like you just don't want to be associated with Sin Cara whatsoever. Yeah, just stay the hell away from him. Uh, Maybe that's why Alberto Del Rio just beats the shit out of him in ring. He's just like, hey man, you're not getting a chance to hurt. Put the curse on me. You don't put that magic on me. Uh, as of when I wrote these stories, which was earlier today, there was no word on what the injury was, if it was real, or how long he was going to be out. But he is United States champion, so they'd have to figure out a thing to do with that. Uh, next up, MVP. Mm-hmm. You guys talked about him getting f- hired, right? I think we did a while ago. By Lucha Underground? MVP? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like a while back, I think yeah. that was announced, right? Yeah, they announced that. I think when they started filming in yeah. season two, they announced they were bringing him in for season He announced three. it at Wale Mania. Whale Mania. Whale Mania. Good old Wale Mania. Anyway, update. MVP has been fired from yeah. Lucha Underground. He gone. Before anything ever even happened. So the only guys to get fired from Lucha Underground are MVP and who? What's the name of Supermax? Hernandez. Uh, yes. Yeah. So because those guys all got fired. TNA ness. Uh, MVP has been fired uh, because of violations of non-disclosure agreement. Right. Which. Uh, after signing, he conducted and published interviews with members of the Lucha Underground cast, which, in the company's view, was giving away spoilers. MVP came out and said, I done bad. I hope Whoops. we can... Yeah, this was on me. No hard feelings to Lucha Underground. Hopefully we can make something work in the future. Uh, but he was he was certainly... He, he ate his breakfast over it. So. Yeah. yeah, Lucha Underground's... like I've noticed when they do their tapings... 
Like, they have a very, like, please do not be on your phones during, like, they've kicked people out. Like, mm. for it being... makes sense, because you're yeah. filming so far in advance. And it's such a story-driven thing, like, even totally. more so than WWE. Yeah, it, and it's that's, the most. To me, the biggest downside, even though I haven't really been keeping up with my Lucha Underground, I think that MVP would have been a really good fit in there. Just something supposed to be an agent. Different. He didn't yeah. even sign anything to do anything in the ring yet. He was supposed to be an agent. Yeah, but he could have fit in great with, like, the crew and just that, like... That kind of gangster-esque, like, hired guns. Yeah, totally. Anyway. Yes, as Warren said, he gone. He gone. He gone. Uh, you guys want to know what Rene Dupree's up to? Please, let us know yeah, about the this former is great. tag team champion with La Résistance. Because this guy always, I'm, and I'm sorry, he's always, he's always kind of seemed like a prick. And he keeps poking his head up in the news he's got for that, this. That well known from, prick. yeah. Like, right. and nobody in the business really likes him. No fans ever speak highly of him. What's his real name? Rene Gogwan? Go, yeah. Wayne? I'll speak high. I think he's Bogwan. a very good dancer. That, well, yeah, that little, that little, that little, little thing. Ginger step. What's it called? The, the, the French tickler? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, French he uh, tried to get a class action lawsuit going uh, in an attempt to gain compensation for himself and superstars in a like situation, which is a class action lawsuit. Yep. Uh, for all of their likenesses being used in the network, in WWE network stuff. Yeah. Okay. He was basing this on the fact that at some point he signed a contract saying, you're going to give me money for everything you put out that uses my likeness, merchandise, uh, this, that, the other thing, DVDs, including technology that has not been invented yet, which, i.e., i.e., the streaming service like the WWE Network. And or holograms. Uh, and or <laughs> holograms. This <laughs> seemed like it was going to be news. I was like, what? He got some legs yeah, to stand on here. This is interesting. Turned out, like, just today I read this. It might happen yesterday. Yeah, but they yesterday. came out and they're like, no, you also signed a thing that said they could do this. So stop <laughs> causing ass. shit. Yeah. And, like, his lawyer, it wasn't like Renee Bree dropped the case. His lawyer was like, dude, we can't go after this. Yeah, like, what are you this doing? Is, yeah. Are you... Unless you want to just waste money on me here, like, we're not going to win. Well, and I'd like to know how many people go out of their way to spend the $9.99 or $12.99 on the WWE Network. Ooh, I gotta, I gotta watch me some Rene yeah. Dupree matches. I gotta catch up on all those great Law Resistance let's, matches let's I missed. Let's go back to the year of 2003. Said nobody. Get us some Highlanders v La Resistance in us. Anyways, uh, I have somewhere that broke right before I came here. Uh, they signed a new crop of guys for the developmental center. Ooh, but uh, I need. I got to two dig stories. That well, yeah, you, well, you, you, you do you. Uh, so Ricochet from Luke Underground is Prince Puma, as well as talk about that he's too. in New Japan, has announced that he will not be in the Global Cruiserweight Series. Boo! But uh, there was a report that was going around that uh, another company, where was he? Not not the uh, Luke Underground, but the, his other company, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, was it New Japan? I yeah, it was else. Okay. he's uh, he's an IWGP champion right now. Uh, that they had tried to. Resign his contract, and he said that he could not at this time. Okay, meaning I that feel like the door is very open for him. I just think that he's such a good talent. Oh he's yeah, so like for me, a guy that doesn't really watch a lot of indies. When I started watching Lucha Underground, he's the one that jumped out. So his character spoke the... for the first time last week. Oh really? He's on a because okay. they're doing another trios tag team tournament, and he's on a team with Rey Mysterio and uh, Dragon Azteca Junior. So he's got like a stacked team full of baby faces. Your noises in here. Yeah, okay. That I listen, I think he would fit very well. Yeah. Very well. I feel like he would be a good fit there. Who that? 
We're yelling in our Ooh, state. Lisa, get out of here. Lisa. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think you'd fit really well. Yeah. Um, that being said, I started reading the Lucha Underground comic today, which is just something they publish online for free. How was it? Uh, oh, really good, actually. Yeah. Uh, really enjoying it. There's only four issues so far. I've read the first three. And it, it tells the exact story of what happened on the show. That's cool. So it's just kind of a summarized mm. version. Okay. So it's like, hey, if you missed season one, here it is. I also heard season one's supposed to hit Netflix this summer. Netflix? Yeah. That's kind of cool. In terms of it, like, Lucha Underground isn't a wrestling product where you watch it. it yeah. Like, you you do watch it every week because it's coming out. But it's not something where you're like, oh, I got to watch the April 3rd and then the April 10th version. It's really just like a story ongoing. So That's I feel cool. like you could watch season one and be like, yeah, I still have a good time. I think we we discussed something like that a while ago, too. Maybe it was even they had announced that this was going to be happening, but we discussed the idea of like a wrestling promotion doing that with a popular streaming device like that. Like yeah. even just releasing a new show weekly as like, here's this week's episode, here's next week. You know what I mean? You like tape as much of it as you want pre. And then just, yeah, like yeah. like Global Force. What the fuck are they doing? They can't find a TV They're home. They're still doing baseball stadiums. Yeah. Or, they got yeah. all those tapings stocked up. Why don't you just start strike some deal with They're Netflix? because and... they lost Ken Anderson now. Oh, no. Kenneth. I got these names for you guys if you want them. Sure. Yeah. Okay. These I'm gonna butcher some of these. <laughs> uh Babatunde Ayagbushi. Yeah. Wait, Ayabushi? Ayabushi? Oh, okay. Is that a yeah, is that different? Not Abushi. Not, not <laughs> I was gonna say that doesn't look like Abushi. Uh he is a uh former football player. Three fifty pounds, uh Ooh. six foot nine. That's good Bill. That's a big fella. And they've oh, been spent with the, the NFLers so far. He spent 2015 preseason with the Minnesota Vikings as an O-lineman. Just like Big Daddy Brock. There you go. Uh, Bianca Blair. Ooh. She's a uh, track and field uh, star. She's done a lot of stuff with the CrossFit. Uh, ah, the CrossFit. Yep. Uh, Nikolai Bogajevic. Ooh. Nick, no, sorry, Nikola. Not Nikolai. Oh, I was ready for a hammer and Sorry to pop everyone uh, listening and then change it. Uh, what's he's done? Pan Am Games with Greco-Roman Wrestling. Extensive experience training in the Olympic Training Center in Colorado Springs. Caroline Dunning. Carolyn? Carolyn Dunning. Sweet from Las Vegas. Caroline. That's the one. Uh, some stuff on her. Uh, Macy Estrella. Okay. She's a former U.S. Marine and a member of the Marine Ooh. Corps SWAT team. Uh, gee, I wonder what her gimmick will be like. Probably a uh, Marine. Yeah, I think you might be right. I got another Nicola. Nicola Glencross. Glen also uh, known in, as Nikki Storm. Any related any relation to Curtis Glencross? I don't Why know. Why do I know the name Nikki Storm? She has eight years' experience wrestling on the independent circuit for Japanese Women Pro Wrestling, Pro Wrestling Eve, Scottish Wrestling Alliance, Insane Championship Wrestling, Pro Wrestling Elite, Jesus. Stardom, and Shine. Unless that promotion is called Stardom and Shine. No, Shine is an all-women's okay. promotion. <laughs> but that is some top European That's as well as lot, Japan yeah. wrestling. So cool she's getting her due. Yeah. How about this for a name? From Boston, Terrence Jean-Jacques. Nice. I like that. He's an all-American wrestler uh, from the University of Rhode Island. Oh, okay. 32-2 and two record wrestling for the University of Iowa. Well, I mean, he's no Goldberg, but we'll take it, I guess. Uh, beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> Danielle Camella. Uh, trained with Rikishi and David Gangrel Heath. Oh, at the... Uh, Knox Pro Entertainment. Yes, the Knox Pro. Uh, she was an on-air talent for Fox Sports Arizona. Oh. And a Phoenix Suns dancer. Ooh. And Arizona, Arizona Cardinals cheerleader. Wow. 
He's overqualified. Yeah. Yeah. You think? <laughs> uh, Michael Nichols, also known as Mikey. Okay. Uh, Ten years of experience wrestling on the independent circuit. Wait. Like Mikey. Yep. This is the very same PWA zone. <laughs> um, including pro wrestling, NOAH. Noah. You guys know what that Noah. Is? Noah. Noah. Yep. In Japan. But in all capital letters. Yep. Okay. Where yep. he was two-time heavyweight tag team champion with Shane Riser. New Japan Pro Wrestling this. and Explosive Pro Wrestling. Also, they got Shane Verizer. <laughs> I don't know how to so say that. Verizer? Shane V-E-R-Y-Z-E-R. He's from Perth, Australia. Australia. Known as Shane Haste. Ooh, okay. okay. Shane Is that Haste. ringing a bell? Yeah, I know the name Shane Haste. With uh, he, Haste. He has 11 years of experience wrestling on indies. Uh, pro Wrestling Noah, where he was two-time heavyweight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the exact same thing with the names reversed. <laughs> exactly they were tag team champions together. And that's the thing. You can say all these names now, but they're all going to be changed I know. when they come in, I'm sure. But, yeah. Um, well, unless you're Rich Swan. That's true. That's true. Very true. Uh, I also saw, while I was trying to find that, I saw the an update on Kalisto. And it said... And it said, <laughs> and I quote, and I quote, <laughs> as I scroll in so my little beady eyes can see it, uh, Kalisto was reportedly not injured during the Lucha oh. Dragons versus Dudley Boys tag team match on Monday night's edition of WWE Raw in Los Angeles. Uh, I, I think it was still not a, not, was not a work, work, but yeah. he is not hurt because of it. Well, that's good. Yeah. Got me now, that's from No DQ, so... They're as reputable as uh, anyone I get on here, I guess. As <laughs> That's who David I Meltzer himself. <laughs> as David Meltzer himself, who, by the way, wasn't going to throw his name out there and get the satisfaction, but he was my source for the uh, Undertaker story. So. Well, I'm glad you're citing your sources, Brando. <laughs> yeah. uh, I got one last piece of news about Brando's favorite promotion, Jesus. Combat Zone. I do like Combat Zone a lot. They seem very talented there. <laughs> They're fucking skiers. That's what? That's the CZW, right? Yeah, that's CZW. So they've announced the first couple guys who will be in Tournament of Death this year for TOD 15. Okay. Connor Claxton, Danny Havoc, DJ Hyde, RSP, Ricky Shane Page, Alex Colon, and friend of the podcast, Tim Donst. I thought you were going to say Colton Kelly. Yeah, me too. Tim Donst, I don't know. He's a a guy who wrestles for them, but he follows us. Oh. God bless him. Good. Good. All right. Bring some legitimacy to this damn show. What's his chances of winning this thing? Oh, not good. Ah, damn it. Uh, you know what? I'm saying it now. Tim Doss doesn't make it out of the first round. <laughs> He's not a deathmatch wrestler. All right. I'm taking Tim. I'm taking Tim. Taking Tim win. all the way. Cinderella story. story. Yeah. Good. There you go. Uh, that's all I got for news. Okay. We good? Yeah. All right. Let's 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 go right into the Monday Night Raw. The I'll get the cards, the drugs, from my generation. I'll take the fall, the saints, and I'll cross the nation. And it's a sense the cards, the I didn't write it down, but I think it was the Staples Center. It was. Hey, the Staples Center, Los Angeles, California. Uh, home of many a SummerSlam. Many a SummerSlam. Many a SummerSlam. I think they're up in uh, Northeast now. They're having all their SummerSlams for a while. In the Brooklyn's? In the Brooklyn's and the like, yeah. Probably all literally Brooklyn. Yep. Probably all in that Barclays Center. Didn't they have one in New Jersey? They may I think have. they I think they pretended that it was New Jersey when they were in Brooklyn. WrestleMania was WrestleMania they were just like it's it, it's in yeah, both. It's in the vicinity of both. So we can just have it oh. in both. 
Guys, uh, oh, breaking news story, <gasps> like three minutes ago posted, uh-huh. Balls Mahoney, ECW original, passes away at 44. Really? Wow. Really? I know Balls Mahoney. Yeah, he was uh, He was one of the few that I really liked in that horrible reincarnation. When they ECW. brought back ECW and yeah, he was one of the- That's super shitty. Yeah, he's got to be pretty young still. He was a guy who had a lot of troubles with drugs as well as being homeless. Mm. So, like, if you saw him on a show in the past couple of years, that was like him trying to claw and get his life back together. Well, it's too bad that didn't work. No. Yeah. But All right. Well, how 44 is pretty young. Sat 44. 109. Oh, yeah. Dedicated to two people now. Yeah. Oh, look at Balls stealing Blackjack's thunder. One last pop. I'm sure he didn't want to. Yeah. Probably not. Uh, okay. Monday Night Raw starts with uh, Shane McMahon. As we found out via the Twitter on Monday afternoon. Uh, due to overwhelming response, I believe is what it said, uh-huh. uh, that he he's back in charge. Uh-huh. People liked it last week, so we're gonna let him do it again this week. Yeah, I will say that I've I've, I've really liked the last little bit of pro wrestling, the last couple of Raws. Uh, this is far and away the dumbest thing that's going on. Is this why the fuck is Shane in charge? Why does Vince care to put Shane in charge of the first time? And why, even more so, does Vince care? Oh, the crowd loves I'm gonna let him do it again because he's doing such a good job. It just doesn't make sense for it Vince's make character. Sense. It's a it's such an easy story to write. Right. And they just they're just not gonna write mucked it, it all up. And yeah. it just takes away from that Undertaker match. Like, why the fuck did he jump off the cage? Like, what is well, right. what does any of that mean? You should have said if you wanted him to be in charge. It should have been Vince coming out and being not very heel about it and being like, you impress the ever-loving shit on, out of sure. me. Here's the show. It still takes away from yeah. the Undertaker match, but at least it's like, well, Shane proved in the Undertaker match that he could do it. Or go a little bit real with it. Like, I know last week's Raw ratings weren't as good as last year's Raw After Mania ratings, mm. but go real with it. Have Vince come out and be disheveled and be like, the network wants more Shane, and I, I have to do it because mm. they'll get rid of us if I don't do it. Like, yeah, against so his many will. better ways. As opposed to just, well, you did good, so here you go, son. Yeah, like, yeah, like they could have done this so much better. Or like Vince is like reluctant to do it, and then someone hands him like the ratings, quote unquote, from last week, and he gets upset seeing that like Shane was the highest segments or whatever. Did better than he's done. Yeah, yeah. he's like, what? I don't get this number. It just seems so sloppy. Like, like when I saw the tweet go out, I went, okay, you only have a hundred and. 40 characters to explain that. I get it. We'll tune into Raw and you'll explain it better, but they nope, didn't. No. Just backed by popular demand, Shane McMahon. And I mean, maybe you do eventually, but it just seems like you needed to do something. Like Vince wasn't on the show at all. It was just like, yep. Mm. Like, Steph, we haven't seen Steph and Trip since Mania either. Yeah. Like, they're just gone. Yep. We need something. Like, you got to give us a reason why all of this is happening. But, anyways, it's happening. Yeah. Shane comes out to start the show. Uh, and he almost immediately announces that Sami Zayn, uh, because he was uh, taken out last week before the number one contenders match, yep. he will take on AJ Styles later in the night with the stipulation that if Zayn wins, he gets added to the World Heavyweight Championship match at Payback, making it a triple threat. All right. Maybe it's fine. Shane's in charge. <laughs> he's he's doing a fine job. Yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, and then Kevin Owens comes out. He complains, leading uh, to, uh, to McMahon making Owens versus Cesaro the number one contendership to the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah. You know what? Okay. I what watched happened to Zack Ryder, guys? Uh, He's gone? Well, yeah. He had his rematch on SmackDown, and he lost. I watched it. 
It's true. But I thought it was going to be a feud. I think he'll still be mixed in. Yeah, there they they brought his name up a couple times during the whole thing. So but, I, but what? Why doesn't Owens get his rematch? If I, we're talking about rematches. I was going to say, I as a wrestling fan find wrestling more enjoyable for me when I cheer for the faces. I boo the heels, right? Even the heels I like. Sure. Because uh, that's the story they're trying to tell, and I'll sit there and be like, okay, well, tell it to me then. I was, I thought it was unjust. That Kevin Owens not give his get his rematch. It is, and, it, and it, for it, Shane to not even reference it. It's it's the company not giving a shit about their own rules. Yeah, like things that we as fans believe to be written in stone, right. Somewhere, and they're just like, yeah, fuck it. And and like you said, it's one thing to not give a guy his rematch if he lost one on one. Yeah, but to lose in a six man ladder match where he wasn't even technically beaten, yeah. per se, and you still don't give him that rematch, you make him work for it. Yeah. And then he loses. Well, that's ahead of myself. But then he loses that match too. Yeah. And now he's you're just screwing the poor bullshit. bastard. It's bullshit. And like that's as it. much as like when he talks later in the show, like I'm getting screwed, and he says like the word screwed like four times in a promo, you kind of feel like he is. Yeah. Uh, but that said, Kevin Owens is gonna be just fine. Yeah. He, he needs some time away from I think the the mid card belts because I think eventually he's gonna make that jump, mm-hmm. and I don't want him to make that jump while still holding one of them. Right. Personally, so. I think I think it's fine. You just let him separate. He can go on to, I'm assuming, feud with Sami Zayn for a while. Mm. Maybe that goes till like SummerSlam. Even I think you could get three, four months out of that easily. Yeah, you can mm. easily get a lot of months out of it as long as they yeah. give a shit and book it correctly. And then maybe he wins the Money in the Bank. How great would that be? That'd be great. Kevin Owens, Money in the Bank, calling it right now. All right, you uh, called out last year, I think. I I might have. Cesaro <laughs> and Kevin Owens is the first match. They do that right away. Cesaro picks up the win after he countered the pop-up powerbomb, hit a neutralizer for the win. Uh, so Cesaro's your new number one contender. Yeah. Great opening match for Raw. It was good. Awesome to have Cesaro back. Like, there, there are guys who are, their matches feel important whenever they're in them, no matter whether you like them or not, like John Cena yep. and Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns even, where their matches feel like they are important, whether they're good wrestlers or not. And then there are guys who, even if they don't feel important, always have good matches. So that's good to have Cesaro uh, kind of in that same class as Dolph Ziggler and Sami Zayn and them who can go out there and steal a show even when it's like, well, this match doesn't mean anything. That said, this match did mean something, uh, which made it all the better. Yeah, I, I agree. like this new entrance, too. I was going to ask you. Now we're week two oh, with the suit ripping. Oh, we're going to talk about this. Yeah, and then with the, he's got the James Bond that's like, cool. scope on the... At least that way there's a, there's a reason for him to be wearing the suits. It's not just... Well, I guess he's a Swiss Superman, so he would rip. Okay, I like that. I, I, I still think it's a little bit cheesy for me, especially the earpiece. The earpiece, do the suit all you want. Yeah. The suit's fine. The earpiece is a I'm lot. not a fan of the earpiece. Uh, apparently, it's Beats, an ear, like it's like wireless Beats he has or something like that. So kind of like an ode to the when he came yeah, in with the headphones. Yeah, it's the same thing of why. No, it's like it's an ode to my injured partner. Okay. That's what it is. It's, it's straight up a... Hey, remember that Tyson Kidd guy? It's like why right. he's using the sharpshooter. And it also plays into the James Bond secret agent destroyer gimmick too. Yeah, right? I got to have lots like a of good. Earpiece, it, I get like, that, but I got lots of good uh, feedback on Twitter from people talking about it to me that they like the entrance and they yeah. like the idea of him being a James Bond agent forty seven kind of guy. Yeah, that's what struck me. Is I was like, oh, he's kind of got a hitman thing going here. Yeah. Like, yeah, uh, and, which I was, I, I really like. I I thought the suit fit way better this. Yeah, week, which was part of it. Because I thought when he came out the first week, I was like, it looks like he's got like a fucking gun tucked in the front of his <laughs> shirt or something because it's fitting so loose. Yeah. Uh, but this one I thought uh, looked better. 
And uh, like yeah. you said too, it's it's at least they're trying something with him. It's kind of a fresh yeah. coat of paint. He's for such him. a generic dude. Yeah. If you don't give him something like great wrestler, but my fuck, he's the most generic. And I know what people say. Austin was a bald white guy with black trunks. It's like that was Stone Cold Steve Austin though. A lot more charisma. Yeah, like charisma than because yeah. uh... I say what you want about Cesaro, positive all his wrestling skills. The guy's got the charisma of a brick. Yeah, and it, I, yeah, it's very tough for him. Yeah, like mm-hmm. especially with you having the accent. And, like, originally they tried to capitalize on that with where he spoke five different languages or whatever. But over time, like, he went from having a song that made him stand out more as an individual, Mm -hmm. the Tell Me You Love Me with that, to the very generic, like, dun, dun, dun. Yeah. But now at least he's got, like, he's the guy who comes out in the tearaway suit. And I think he's he's getting a push. Seems that way. I think that title's going to be on him. If not at payback, then before this feud ends. They really made his first two weeks of coming back off injury seem like he's a main event player. Yeah. Or at least like a mid-card title holder. He's on the verge. He's like on the bubble Mm. of being from the mid-card to the main event. Mm. Charlotte and Ric Flair are backstage talking amongst themselves uh, when we're reminded that Dr. Phil's going to be on this show. Mm. He walks up to them. Uh, he uh, says he has an issue with the way Charlotte's father is turning her into a cheater and wishes she would just be the true champion that she's supposed to be. Yep. Uh, he, you know what? What? Yeah. Credit where credit is due. I thought this was actually okay. Yep. It could have been so much worse. It could have been way worse. It feels like the right way to use Dr. Phil. Use him for daddy-daughter issues. Yeah, right? right? Like, when they're last week announced Dr. Phil's coming on, it was like, okay... That sounds terrible. What right. what are they gonna do with him, right? No. I, I was more afraid that they were gonna do something with the McMahons. Yeah, I could have seen them doing that like Shane, Which, why do you feel this way yeah. about your daddy? That would have been bad. And like a main yeah. event thing that yeah, not a main event cl- thing, but like a top the hour, show. twenty minute long, yeah. both guys have couches kind of thing. But and I was would like, have closed ah. or opened the show debatably then. Yeah. I believe your comment, Brando, after we watched this was if that's it for Dr. Phil, he did great. Yeah. <laughs> Which it wasn't. But, but he never went too to... far downhill. Yeah. No. No. At least he didn't have him on commentary and he was just right. there. Yeah. yeah. Had he been on the mic the whole match, maybe, but And he you know what? He didn't break. Like he was doing the woos with Ric Flair <laughs> that and like, was great. didn't smile. He was in character, yeah. quote unquote character. It's kind of just him, but I thought he and was, never flubbed he was good. his never flubbed his lines. Oh. Like like for better or for worse, there is a lot of tie in the in between the Doctor Phil show and pro wrestling. Totally. Oh like, yeah. You give him, you're giving him concepts to talk about and a microphone without being perfectly scripted lines, and he's very natural at delivering sure. them. Yep. That was okay. I was I was pleasant. Because when they announced that last week, it was a bit of an eye roller. I thought Dr. Shelby was coming back. And they were going to have a <laughs> sit-down. Shelby versus Phil. Dr. Phil should be an agent. Uh, he should. Why not? Let him let him do a or a manager booking. That's what I mean. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, not an agent. Sorry. Great manager. Yeah, I was like, an yeah. agent? Like, yeah. got, Adrian Neville comes back after the match. Yeah. He's like, I'm Good. signing him. <laughs> One too many backflips there, though. <laughs> uh, New Day comes out. Uh, they talk about the uh, tag team tournament that Shane has set in place. We got a bracket, baby. They reveal the new bracket, which has unicorns, and it's essentially their bracket, like it's in yeah, the it's style of Ray I like how it's rainbows to get you to the path yeah. to the next bracket. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like, like a fucking game of Candyland or something. <laughs> yeah, everything about that was really good. Um, I did not write down the bracket. Does anybody have the full bracket? I bet you we can fumble our way I through I can tell it. you who's in it for most of the matches. Well, uh, we, got... we, we can talk about the first match because it happened right after, and that's Dudley Boys taking on the Lucha Dragons. Right. Which we kind of talked about already with the commercial 
coming back to start the match had already started during the commercial, and Kalisto was on the outside, yeah, uh, and looking banged up a little. It bit. felt awkward because you were just like, oh, "Wait, how do we get here?" Already? Yeah. I didn't know what to think, right? Like normally, there's part of us as wrestling fans who watch a lot of wrestling that can tell right when something happens if it's a work or not. Um, well, and the sloppiness of this match after this so happened bad, yeah. led me to think that they were going on the fly, that they couldn't right. do what they had planned to do because of Kalisto this, being on the outside hurt or not hurt. Yeah, it was essentially a handicap match for Sin Cara. Yeah. And they uh, finished him with a 3D, and even that, they Irish whipped him and then had to stop him and re-Irish whip him yeah. the other way, <laughs> hit the 3D, and then Devon went for the cover, which he does all the fucking time yeah. when he was not the legal man. Yeah. And it was all over. And it was kind of the second week in a row where the Dudley Boys match has just been like an awkward, shitty mess uh, for yeah. through, in one situation, no fault of their own. But this time it was, they seemed like they couldn't get their shit together yeah. either. Just really like clunky and trying to figure it out. And mm-hmm. yeah. Fill the time. Like they were probably just praying. Like, oh God, how much time we got to go? Oh, it's a 10 minute match. It's like, we. I'll give you three. We'll yeah. give you three minutes. <laughs> Uh, after the match, Enzo and Cass come out again to confront the Dudleys. Uh, they cut a promo. Mm, they uh, uh, Call them Devin. Yes, Devin, was Devin funny. Made, the, made the crowd pop and laugh. Uh, this crowd, albeit maybe not as loud as last week, still knew almost every single word to his speech, which yep. is great. And that helps the, him get over. And they hit the soft. They, yes. As long as the crowd can hit the soft, soft yeah. then they're fine. Yes, and finally, as we discussed, Cass has kind of figured out because there was a while in NXT where he'd do his, I'm going to spell it out for you, and then just do S and let the crowd do the rest, which is dumb because then he's not spelling it out. So yeah. at least now they've said, okay, spell the word and then let the crowd do the soft part, and that's, yeah, that's, that's the, best the way, way to do it. Do it. Yeah, it sounds really good. Yeah. I also like how when uh, Bubba's like, you, you, teams like you wouldn't exist if it wasn't for teams hey, like us. I exist because my mom and dad did it. How you doing? Yeah, I it's like so how good. it's so funny because he's so he, good. He's so fucking subtle about the little just right at the end. The, how you doing? No, yeah. How you doing? Uh, that's my favorite. I, lo- I know. I love that. Love and that. it feels like he wasn't doing that a bunch at NXT. I don't. Yeah. Uh, I, don't. Every like, I know he was while. doing the how you doing a lot, but the, that little subtle. Maybe, little just, maybe yeah. that's the evolution of the character. Yeah. Same with them figuring yeah. out the. I, I You guys don't spell it. You can spell it if you want, but you guys say the soft yeah. part. Yeah. Like maybe the, maybe it just got so over last week that he got such a big pop that he's like, that, fuck, I'll just I'll do that every do week. That. Yeah. How you doing? Just oh, it's so little. funny because it's like yeah. this little jab at him almost. Like, um, I really want these guys to get new merch because I'm not crazy about the blue soft shirt, but I will buy whatever the fuck they put out next. Yeah. I'm just waiting for it. I uh, I like how it. that was like me with Cesaro. Like, yeah. Ooh, and which is funny that they copyrighted that term to make Cesaro section shirts now. Mm-hmm. Which before that was like an bootleg indie shirt. Yeah. Uh, I think that these guys are going to, and I don't think there are any slouches in the ring whatsoever. I think they had some great matches on NXT, but for a tag team whose main draw is their mic skills, um, they have had back to back really good Home promos. Runs. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Uh, on the other hand, though, we get Roman Reigns to come out, cut a promo. Same thing. Promo uh, King. <laughs> he drops his. Uh, I'm not a bad guy, not a good guy. I'm the guy line for right. the third time because he also time, yeah. did it on SmackDown. Can't wait for that to be a T-shirt. Yeah. Can we like? Can we just slow down a little bit with it? Like it just seems it like if be. you keep like doing it over, like work it in where it fits, but don't just right. like 
boom, 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 force it on us. You know it's what like I mean? It's like the tater tots thing all yes. over again. Yeah. Oh, God, the tater tots. Where he figured out something that, like, kind of works. Because we said the first time he said that line, we're like, okay. Oh, that's a great line. Yeah, yeah, this could work for him. Yeah. But now he's going to kill it by saying it all the fucking yeah. time. Yeah. You wonder how much of that's him and how much of that's the writers being like, you, you fucking Keep come back it. here without saying that and you're done. <laughs> we'll strip you. So help my yeah. fuck. Uh, Reigns is interrupted by the League of Nations. Sans Wade Barrett or Wade Barris. Wait, no, as, King Barris. Uh, King Barris, as yeah. he, as Seamus called him, which made me laugh. Yes, sir. Uh, as they started to attack, the Wyatt family did their little teleport to the side of the ring. Right. Uh, Shane then showed up, said he wanted to see Roman and Bray team up, so he announced that they would team up in the main event against the League of Nations, or two of them. Anyway. Damn it, Shane, you're booking fresh matches. Even if this is like a committee or whatever that came up with this, the... Kayfabe character of Shane being the guy to present it. Genius. Yeah. Yes. And like most times I roll my eyes and don't care about main events for Raw. Yeah. But here I was like, oh, cool. They're going to do reluctant tag team partners. And that's what I thought they did a lot better this week as opposed to last week is that I wish that last week they would have had Shane come out and said, I'd like to introduce you to somebody new. Here's Apollo Crews. Yeah. To really cement yeah. That I'm doing this. This right. is me. I'm bringing Instead this guy of, in. Because they did what he did. The was that with Apollo Cruz that he did the handshake Backstage? after? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And which which is just such a. It's something, but it's it's. It would enough. be cooler to have him. Like you want him to be like these come are out, my guys. Just come out on the stage and intro him before his music, yes. and that would be plenty. Because then exactly. it's like I, this is a Shane McMahon project. It makes it feel special too, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Because as soon as like it's a way cooler moment. To have that handshake happen on the stage as his music's going. Totally. Right? To Comes out. out. Yeah, exactly. Boom. Oh, be so Instantly, good. the Shane stamp of approval with that yeah. handshake. Right. Goes to the ring. You're like, shit, this is one of the new Shane guys. Because mm-hmm. then, then when you do that, then I don't have to ask the question like I did last week on the show of, are we supposed to believe that Shane is bringing up these NXT guys? Because yeah. right. clearly that's what they want us to think. Right. But after last week, I was kind of in. Is that is that what I'm supposed to believe? Yeah, they didn't do a great job of portraying that. Like, oh, this yeah. is all changes because of Shane. This week like, was way better. The promo he cut at the start of this week's Raw should have been started la- the Raw before that. Totally, yeah. You could have done the exact same thing. Yeah. Um, still on the Reigns-Wyatts thing, uh, I would like to give a small shout-out to the League of Nations who seem to be the de facto use these guys to get tag teams into faces because they've done it with a new day now. Yeah. And now they seem to be doing the exact same kind of thing with the Wyatts where it's like, we're not going to flip you. Obviously we're not going to have that aha moment where you flip. You're just going to face this team that everybody hates. And then by circumstance become the baby face tag team. Totally. Yep. Okay. Uh, Next up we have uh, Natalia. Taking on Charlotte for the WWE Women's Championship. Yeah, this was another Shane-made match at the beginning of the show. Right, which is good. Mm-hmm. A little quick, I thought maybe, but uh, that's fine. I think this is the start it, of something. It makes sense, yeah. totally. Uh, you get uh, Natalia picks up the win via disqualification as uh, she had Charlotte tapping out to the sharpshooter, but then Ric Flair interfered, pulled the ref out of the ring, uh, and the ref uh, called for the bell. Therefore, Charlotte's still your champion, even though Natalia wins. Uh, we also had Dr. Phil sitting at uh, the commentary table for this, and he did, like, a, they had, Byron asked him a question at the start. Yep. What do you think about this? They asked him a question afterwards. What do you think about how she was in that match? He was still disappointed. Yep. That's all we got from Dr. Phil. There you go. That's so, all you need okay. from Dr. Yeah, Phil. Yeah, and he, like, what he was brought in for in this flare angle, he did a good job of always, like, yeah. staying on the same side. Mm-hmm. It was, like, all of a sudden right at the end, he's like, but she's a hell of a champion or something yeah, like I mean, that. So he did a good job. 
Uh, uh, the match itself, though. It was great. Pretty really good. good. Yeah. All the wrestling on this show was good for the most part. And yeah. I will say that as much as we bitch about distraction finishes, which I guess this wasn't a distraction finish. This was a different thing. I thought this was a perfect way yeah, oh, yeah. to start a real Natalia versus Charlotte feud. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the she first. Beat her. Yeah, exactly. It's like, okay, I am the number one contender for sure. And, and uh, she probably gets her match at payback. I would assume so. Yeah. yeah. The execution of this was really well done, too, because Charlotte just started tapping. As the ref turned and called for the bell for the disqualification. Right. So, so you didn't know what he was calling exactly. for. Like, the live crowd is going, oh. Oh, did, did, did Natalia just win? What? Exactly. Yeah. So and I think like, I even that was Charlotte really well did a good job of like once Lillian gets on the mic and is like, you're a winner by disqualification. And as soon as you do that, you see her take her like yeah. hands away from her mouth and be like, okay. Oh, cool. We're good. <laughs> oh, oh, cool. They, they aren't calling the tap out. Yeah. Good execution on this. There's a lot of parts that you could fuck up that they have fucked up in the past. Yeah. I agree. Okay. Uh, Another tag team tournament match. The Usos taking on the Social Outcast, which uh, consisted of Curtis Axel and Heath Slater. Yeah. Um, Jimmy Uso pins Curtis Axel with a roll-up. This match was also weird because Heath Slater was very loud in saying go home about 20 times in the span of five minutes mm-hmm. and then kept tagging in and out. Like I, we were trying to figure out whether it's just I, like, he's trying to be like, like in character or something. Like let's, let's win this match and go home. Totally how I took it. I, I just, it seemed like it was cause he went from saying, go home, go home into, yeah, I'm a heel. Let's cheer because we're just beating up the guys. So it could have been, it very yeah. well could have been. When, but, when I was hearing it for some reason, cause I heard it and it, I just thought they were saying like, let's win this match and go home. Like, yeah. I don't know. It, it Poor was, choice of words there in your party Slater. And that's the Based thing. Based off that's yeah. like an inside or thing. Yeah. a very clever choice of words on the part of Heath Slater to just fuck with you. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. The, like, the internet oh, some internet crazies are going to think I'm doing something. Uh, but the internet crazies were very pleased after this match because yes. Jimmy and Jay Uso were celebrating on the uh, ropes, on the turnbuckles, who when should who should attack them from behind but the bullet. Club. But my third and fourth favorite members of the Bullet Club. Luke Gallows and Carl How many Anderson. people are in the Bullet Club? Uh, at the most, I think there was eight or nine. Oh, okay. Now That's I pretty high then. I right, thought it was going to be like five. <laughs> no, I think right now there's only five because a lot of Everyone's them jumping come, ship. A lot of guys have come stateside. To Bulletproof. Uh, so, yeah, we didn't get a name for these guys. They were treated kind of like outsiders because yep, they came yeah. from behind. And then Use the refs their real names. escorted yep. them out the back as well. Which I think it's safe to assume that they're going to wrestle with their with those names. Yeah, I think they're going to be it, Carl Anderson yeah. and yeah. Luke Gallows. Uh, they did The one thing that they did do was they made gun with their hands and fist bumped yep. when they were leaving. So there, There's a couple little subtle things here. First one, they called their move what it's actually called. Uh, magic killer. Yep. yep. A lot of people thought because the word killer's in there, they wouldn't do it. It would be like the magic yes, crusher. That's, 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 you can kill magic just fine. It's but you if can't it's kill like, the calf. If it's like a human, they call it. Oh, it's called calf crusher now. Yeah. Yeah. You can't kill calves. That's part of a person. That's true. That's that's <laughs> Peter wouldn't like that. Yeah. Because a calf is yeah, a yeah. calf cow. is a baby animal. Yeah. Cow. But there's a couple little subtle things too that are cool. Like when they're like, "Nice place you got here." Yeah. yeah. That was really good. Awesome. Trying to yeah. kick him out and just very subtly holding up like. Uh, your index and your thumb, like having a gun, but not being really upfront about not it. Not like being, yeah. They're not fully putting in people's like, faces with our guns. Or yeah. up. They're just kind of using it as the way they point. Throwing up their pieces. Yeah. Their nines. Um, so also, that's gun talk, right? Is there, you think there's anything to the fact that the people that they decided to attack are Roman Reigns' cousins? 
Uh, I feel maybe, maybe not. I didn't really look at it that way, but I could see how that I, could be a thing. That is a connection I did not make. Yeah. I originally but didn't I think of that. Like, okay. I thought more of like they wanted to come in and attack a tag team that's in the tournament yeah. and try and get their way into yeah, the tournament. Yeah, that's what I think it is. It's more like we're the best team. But then today. Usos had... were the number one seed in the bracket. Yeah. I had that moment of realization of like, oh, wait a minute. Maybe that's what I'm supposed to Because it's it's one of the big questions is, and they, they might not be Bulletproof or Bullet Club or whatever they're going to be uh, for a little while. It might just be this tag team right. for this a little while. This is Gravy 2.0. And I wonder if it's, if it is Bulletproof or Bullet Club, is it AJ's boys or yeah. is it Finn's boys? Yeah. Yeah, that's and, the interesting thing is like, and if it's AJ's boys, your theory makes so much sense because it's like AJ's going against Roman, oh, we're going after Roman's kid. Yeah, boys. and you know what? In all honesty, I'd rather see them with AJ than Balor, even though yeah. like Balor is in the original Bullet Club and AJ got added after he got released by TNA. Balor's WWE character it just doesn't really fit with the not whole with demon. the demon. Yeah, but I mean they're trying to get that Balor Club thing more over. Yeah, so it's true. I don't know. It's interesting. Is it the is. one thing we could say. Yep. Hands uh, down, I like the Marco moment of the night. Oh, yeah. yeah. I literally, that was a hat throw. That was yeah, a hat throw. Holy fuck and a hat throw. We got a video from Ty of him throwing his hat. That was a good talk because that's yeah. very much a, like we I range. <laughs> so I love that that has become a thing. Yeah. Like, that is so cool that people are throwing their hats at wrestling because you and I did it. Yeah. You know what I mean? On one dumb drunken night and yeah. then it just caught on. And now it's become an inside thing from Sapphod. Totally. Canon. I love it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I thought this was cool. A cool way to debut him. I. Uh, and then I, they just left. They yeah. left right out the crowd too. And good for them to go through the back. Yeah, not, not up get, the ramp. Go yeah. up the ramp or out the side. I admittedly wasn't super crazy about them. Like I like the idea of them being the outsiders that are just attacking. Yeah. I didn't like Michael Cole specifically saying we've been hearing rumors about these guys coming for months, two months. Like he used the exact timeline of when they signed. Yeah. That yeah. was my biggest problem. Like It's like, well, there's been, ru- if he would have just said there's rumors. I think actually what he said, I think he said, we've known that these guys have been coming for months. No, I think it was there's rumors. These guys have been coming. For okay. Months. Was that what it was? Because he did use the word rumors. Yeah. But it was, he, if he put a tie, he put a direct though. timeline on it. Yeah. Right. So that kind of sucked. Cause then if you go back, let's say you had no idea. And you go back and you look and you're like, oh, well, that ruins that surprise. And it's them playing jump rope with, okay, we have to acknowledge that we knew they were coming because everyone kind of knew they were coming. Exactly. But also on the other end, we don't want it to sound like we really knew they were coming because then it ruins some of their mystery. I'm just glad that they gave, like, them their just due and their accomplishments. Like, yeah, they're three-time IWGP tag team champions. Like, these guys don't fuck around. This is a good debut. I liked it. Oh, yeah. I really liked it. Excited to see where they go with this. Uh, also, when Luke Gallows attacked Jimmy Uso from behind, or whatever Uso from behind, for a split second, I thought it was Stone Cold Steve Austin. Because all I saw was bald head. Didn't see the beard. Yeah. I saw bald head and black T-shirt. I'm like, what? <laughs> and then they panned out, and it still took me a second because I'm not super familiar with them. Yeah. Oh, there goes the hat. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that was cool. Okay. Uh, AJ Styles taking on Sami Zayn. Styles picks up the win clean because uh, we didn't talk about this. Kevin Owens uh, went up to Shane McMahon and said, you just screwed me out of my Intercontinental Championship match. Now I'm going to go later on tonight, take out Sami Zayn. And Shane said, why would you tell me that? Kick rocks. stupid 
dummy. Yeah. I'm going to get you escorted out of here. Hit the lockers, he said. It's, it's like pretty... Shane's. It's like Shane watches the program yeah, and knows how wrestling like works. The only thing that could ruin this amazing match would be interference. Yeah. So he removed the threat. He uh, escorted Kevin Owens from the buildings, and therefore AJ Styles picks up the win clean yeah. after a uh, phenomenal forearm in a really good match. Another fucking phenomenal match. Like, yeah, match of the night. It's either easy. match of the night, either this or the main event was okay. Oh no, uh, think, this was better than the main. The event. opener was pretty good. Oh, and Cesaro. Okay. I think between for yeah, me it's between these two matches. Yeah, I think this was my match. I, of the I, night. I went with this and one I, too. I like this match a lot, especially for how it plays out afterwards too, mm-hmm. where you get a really nice show of respect. Yep. Mm. And as far as I know, these guys have never wrestled before. I was wondering that. They've worked ask for you that. promotions at the same time, but I don't think they've ever really had a one-on-one match. It's it's weird how. And I mean, AJ wasn't really an indie guy because he was with TNA for so long. But it's it's weird that that you just think of AJ as this guy who's been outside of the WWE. That for me, I just assume, oh, they must have wrestled yeah, somewhere. Yeah. But for him to not have wrestled him, and there was somebody Cesaro, I think I asked you about last week, maybe. Yeah. Or there was if somebody else that he, wrestled, yeah, yeah, and then there wasn't any connection yeah. there either. So it's like when they were in Ring of Honor, AJ was a singles guy, but yeah. uh, Sammy was tagging with Kevin at that time, or Claudio was tagging with Chris Hero. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing about AJ is that he has spent the least amount of time out of so many of these guys that are coming over on the indies because he was locked up with TNA. Yeah. So he didn't have that time to go and be like, well, I'm going to hit everyone. Because so many of these indie guys, it's like, well, you must have crossed. If you spent your whole life on the indies, you must have crossed paths at some point. Uh, Chris Jericho comes out for the highlight reel. He says he's got a very important guest tonight. It's a former world champion, a future Hall of Famer. And I'm thinking, I think I said Batista <laughs> at one point, trying to figure out who this is going to be. Turns out that it was Chris Jericho. Yeah, it was himself. great how he did it, though. This is, this is, this, uh, this was to good. steal this a was line good. from Michael Cole, vintage Chris Jericho. Yeah. This made me think of the list of a thousand holds. Yeah. He must like have been just of... giggling when they said, you're going to go out there and you're going to interview yourself. Right. <laughs> and he must have just been like a kid in the candy store. Got like, this. You give me half an hour. <laughs> your host is your, yeah, <laughs> sitting there just writing in yeah. the corner, coming really up with good. ideas. Laughing to himself like on his walking, notepad. So he st- he'd talk on one side of the ring and then walk over to the other side and turn to kind of where he was facing before yeah. and pretend to have a conversation with himself. And yeah. it, it was really good. Uh, and then you get the interruption by Dean Ambrose, mm-hmm. who uh, I think they started this on SmackDown. Randall watched SmackDown. I did watch SmackDown. Whoa, yeah. What yeah. world are we all living in? Yeah, all of it. All of it from start <laughs> to finish. Um, and it was good. Actually, yeah. it was like, you might have to watch this week's too. Yeah, it was a lot of meaningful matches and or story development, such as, uh, yeah, Ambrose had just squashed Tyler Breeze, God bless him, and was walking up the ramp. Seriously, it was like 17 seconds uh, and was walking up the ramp and Jericho was coming down oh, for yes. the main event segment uh, or the main event match. And they kind of shared a stare down as they were walking by each other. And then Jericho tweeted right after uh, when you have one of the best entrances in the business, you should get off the ramp when I'm coming down or something like that. It was awkward too. Cause there's that moment where like, they're both kind of like the halfway mark yeah. and you see Ambrose take another step back kind of down. Like he's mm. like mm. contemplating going after Jericho and you're like, wait, is this going to be a thing? Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a thing. This was the match that uh, I don't know about you guys. I don't remember what you guys, but for me that I had predicted for mania. Yeah. Uh, so I'm glad that they're going back to the well from that shoulder bump from last year at that, yeah, when was Survivor that? Survivor Series? Or... Yeah. Isn't this also the when Jericho abandoned Reigns and yeah, Ambrose? That's yeah, that's what I mean, the that, shoulder yeah, bump. That, yeah, oh, they okay. did the shoulder bump where Jericho yeah. 
Jericho took the pin. I think it was against the Wyatts. Yeah, he didn't in a walk six out. Man. He lost. And yeah, then did and the... then yeah, shoulder bumped oh, uh, yeah. by them when he was leaving. Specifically Ambrose. Right. Yeah. So I'm we glad like, I'm cool with this. This yeah, would be a good match too, right? Like these guys. I bet can you go. no writers remember that, but <laughs> <laughs> and Jericho and Ambrose were like, "Hey man, do you remember when we did that thing yeah. like didn't you say six that months ago? Jericho put on his Instagram a picture of that or something too? Uh, that no, that saw? wasn't me. Hmm. I just saw the tweet. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so yeah, Dean Ambrose comes out. Uh, he renames the show to the Ambrose Asylum. He has a letter from uh, Shane saying that this is the real thing. I wish that, it was Ambrose's uh, alley. Yeah. Because Piper said that to him and kind of gave it to him. It's true. But they want to get over that asylum. Thing. Yeah, they got to sell those asylum t shirts they already printed. Uh, yeah, he had that note, one. note from Shane that uh, the highlight reel has been canceled, which mm-hmm. Jericho took great offense to. Right. Uh, Jericho and Ambrose exchanged words. Like, Ambrose kind of going back, leaning on the comedy thing a little bit more here than he has been recently, which kind of worried me a little bit. I, actually, I liked what he was I doing. I actually didn't know he ever left it. Like I always felt like he was still kind of doing right. the comedy yeah. stuff to a degree. I just thought in this specific segment there was a lot of it. Right. Yeah. Well, as soon as I saw it, him I coming out with a piece of paper and a plant, uh, like a planted he, pot, I was like, "Oh shit, we're getting a comedy." Ambrose he uses thing. more props than any wrestler in recent memory. Yeah, he's yeah. very. He's much always the coming props out with guy. hot dog just, stands okay. and driving a that, milk right? truck or briefcases full of uh oh goo. Oh goo. Uh, it, it eventually ends up with uh, Jericho attacking him, but then Ambrose takes him down with the dirty deeds, thus knocking over the plant that he brought into the ring with him. Ah, uh, sad. Sad moment. R.I.P. Yeah. Um, I is... like that Jericho said, referred to it as a potted plant. Yes. When he was, he was taking Jericho's off and putting his on, he's like, don't touch my potted plant. <laughs> Not just a plant. <laughs> yeah. Not just my pot, the potted plant. Yeah. I also um, like how everybody... Like flipped out, being like, he said the word Barry on the microphone, and it's like, yeah, Jericho uses a lot of inside baseball stuff to try to mislead people. Yeah, it's but okay. Like, everyone flipped out just because, like, they think that's one of the words you're not allowed to say in WWE. Uh, yeah, I think this this is going to be great. I don't know that this was great, but yeah. I think this thing that it, they're doing is going to be great. Yeah, it's an okay were, like, start. Right? If they they're gonna have like a two month program. I'd be like, yeah, okay, cool. Like I. Ambrose needs something after the loss to Lesnar. Yeah. Mm. And this is a good program to kind of get him back relevant. It's good to see, and I mean, we knew this because of last week, but it's good to see that Jericho's sticking around too because usually he would do the build-up to Mania and then kind of slide off for the summer and then do his tour and then come back in the fall. He said in an interview, because someone asked him about it, he said in an interview, I'm going to be here tomorrow. Am I going to be here next month? I don't know. Stop (laughs) pretending like you know my schedule. (laughs) Good. Keep, keep I like how, here. and whenever like a big event happens, like no DQ will be like, Fozzie currently has one date. Yeah. Like they always <laughs> just, just like, just so you know, there's no Fozzie tour. <laughs> yeah. Jericho might miss one show because he has to go away. That's good. Uh, Apollo Cruz. Yeah. Still a thing. Uh, he's taking on Adam Rose. Cruz wins with the spin out powerbomb. Uh, the only thing that I wrote down from this was that I was surprised it wasn't Bo Dallas. Uh, yeah. You'd think he would have got the honors, well, with. Uh, right. Just at least have him wrestle Blackjack. on the card that is dedicated to his grandfather. I thought that it would have been nice to use him, but and he I, was at ringside watching uh, Adam Rose get destroyed. If I know anything about the WWE, they're going to do these cruise squashes for too long. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, so yeah. I'm going to sit here and be like, well, we'll go see what Cruise is going to – how long it's going to take for Cruise to squash this guy. And Cruise will start to get interesting to me the minute he takes that first loss. Yeah. 
and it's like, oh, this is a program. This is a guy who yeah. beat him. Yeah, like, the moment <laughs> somebody steals a win on him or gets a yeah. quick roll-up. Because, like, uh, I didn't catch the cruise match yesterday just because whatever stream I was using kind of got fuzzy, and I was like, I'm going to wait, and then I'll just that, and then I missed it. And then I don't feel like I missed anything, though. When I rewatched no. it today, I was like, oh, yep. As soon as I yeah. was like, oh, I missed a cruise match, I was like, did he beat a guy in under three minutes? Yes, um, he did. I, I in, don't think you're going to miss anything for the next several In the matches. span of a week, he's already defeated half of the uh, social outcasts. That's true. So. He and Tyler Breeze twice, down. I think. Yeah. Or maybe only once. Just once. Maybe Bree, he works Bree, again this Bree's week. Breeze, Axel, and Rose. Um, there, there's... Uh, Those are the jobbers there's there. There's something missing from Apollo Crews. I don't think he has a lot of charisma. He doesn't have a character either. Like yeah. He's just, he's just happy to be there. That's yeah. his guy. I'm athletic, and I'm happy to be here. That's like, it. Guess who just got fired from Lucha Underground that would be a fucking great manager for Apollo Crews? MVP. Sure. To sign him and be like, look, I signed this guy to my own agency. I'm an agent now, and I look for talent, and I know talent yeah. when I see it, and kind of have him. The MVP brand yes, or whatever. and have him be kind of like, I don't know, like an athlete. Like, I'm, I'm an athlete. Do you want him to come out I with a, for like a LeBron James headband? I don't would know. Would that help? I, I don't that think so. That helps you, But it's something. Like, he just doesn't. He's just a dude. Yeah. There's nothing to this guy yet. I don't care about him because they have not given me a reason to care about him. He's, he's black, good at what he does. <laughs> he's a black Antonio Cesaro. Yes. He's yeah, athletic. He's is, a good wrestler, yeah. but I just I like, don't know. I'm trying to think of like gimmicks you could give him and like everything is like W like classic WWE stereotypical yeah, like, sure. very, shit. Yeah. Like, okay, he could be a rapper. No. No, no. Uh what if we give him a piece of bling bling when he comes out on his entrance? No, no that's a bad idea too. No. no. Yeah, yeah. You want them to not do WWE stuff, but try and do something unique with him. Like, and I've often wondered if they're capable of doing it. What when they brought MVP back, his first thing was that he kind of put together that that stable in TNA with Bobby Lashley, right? Wasn't that the first thing? Oh, he did? when he had uh, the Hit Squad or whatever. Yeah, just kind of recreate that. Even if you just do it with with uh, uh, Cruz. Yeah, or start with Cruz, and yeah. then maybe eventually he'll get a tag team or someone like that. And then it builds into Cruz finally has enough of. MVP shit, and, and then, then they, they have, have a big match, yeah, right. Like I don't know, because like, maybe they're planning something. Even if we're right? worried about Cruz not being a good talker, if we do the MVP route, have MVP take the mic every time somebody tries to interview him. Then eventually he's sick of MVP talking for him. He's his representation. Yeah, right? there you go. We've booked it all. And like you said, it's it's going to be a slow build for this guy. I think. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think you just have him go out there and crush guys for a while. The problem is, is that the roster is so thin that it's very tough to crush. Like you're gonna run out of guys eventually yeah. for him to. You're gonna get. He's to gonna him. get high enough on the card where it's like, unless, well, one of these guys got to beat him. Unless you just do the Ryback thing, where you just put local jobbers in there to get <laughs> yeah. crushed or something. That's but. what I'm worried about. Is that there's gonna be a very long Ryback esque squash fest. Goldberg. And we're and we're gonna yeah. like we're already at a point right now where it's like week two. Okay, cool. Another squash. Like yep. on SmackDown, unless somebody steals them and you know roll up with the tights or something. Most of these matches will be very similar. I bet you he goes through the next two members of Social Outcasts and then starts going through various three-man and two-man combinations of Social sure. Outcasts. Why not? And then eventually beats them all four out of pay-per-view. Can you do a two-man spin-out powerbomb? Oh, damn be... it, he's going to try. <laughs> guy, guy on both shoulders. Yeah, and just, and just like, <laughs> whoop. Jesus. <laughs> that sounds so dangerous. That's yeah. terrifying. Uh, main event, Roman Reigns and Bray Wyatt defeat Alberto Del Rio and Sheamus. Reigns 
Uh, speared Sheamus as Wyatt was pinning Del Rio after his sister Abigail. That was fucking cool. It was. Uh, the show ended with Reigns and Wyatt staring uh, each other down. The coolest part about the finish, which I didn't realize until today, I saw a gif of or a gif. GIF. I never know what it is. Damn GIF. It. Of uh, point of that whole thing, and Wyatt doesn't even look at Sheamus, who's coming in the ring, and does the gun point and like shoots him as he gets speared. Oh, it's amazing! So it's just good. Like, like in terms of like wrestling psychology, it's great. It's like guy coming in, right, and then like range just boom, yeah. and like this whole match is cool. And the commentators do a great job of being like, I never thought I'd say this, but Roman Reigns really needs to make a tag to his partner, yeah. Bray Wyatt, yeah, and like. For me, I was like, man, remember when these guys feuded for like five months? Yeah. And it didn't really go anywhere, but they had a long feud. So and it felt like, man, this is combustible elements. Even from the get-go when Reigns or Bray points to the ropes like, like hey, I'm, I'm, in I'm starting. Like, yeah. you just go. And like, Reigns shakes his head and you're like, man, this could be a combustible element. And, and Wyatt as a face was perfect because you had Rusev on the outside as a heel who's trying to, he's interfering and he's mm. hitting guys. Then the lights go out and the two goonies come out and destroy Rusev. Right. And that's their baby. They're making it even, yeah. right? That that's perfect. Yeah. yeah, it's not like, oh, even though they do the classic lights go out for a second or whatever, it's not the Wyatts are here to invade or interfere. The Wyatts are here to even it up. So yeah. Yeah. by wrestling logic, their faces. I am very excited and you gotta they have to handle the other guys perfectly. Because I think why Bray will do just fine as a face. It is how you handle uh, those guys on the outside. And the way they handled them on a, this Monday mm-hmm. was great. I just don't know how many times you can do the exact same thing. It's like, what are you going to do with this monster and Eric Rowan and Harper when he comes back? And Harper, I could actually see transitioning very well to a face. Oh, totally. Uh, but yeah. those other two, it's a little more like, God, what are we going to do with you guys when we're supposed to be good guys? Yeah. It was great. I thought it was a great main event. Uh, I thought it was the, the animosity was there. The tension was there. They never lost it too early it no. was ever like they're like oh now we're cohesive because we've been wrestling together for five minutes and and the weird thing is is that before like even leading up to the main event after they announced it but if you'd have told me sunday night that that match was going to be happening yeah i would mm, I why like, what the fuck but the way that they did it and the way that it all panned out it was fucking great A testament to the league of really nations good yes yeah. sure. <laughs> the ultimate bringing, bringing enemies together flipping the, uh, heels face the face turn Bray might be a really good thing too. Oh yeah, he was hot. He they, was as hot as any guy in that show when he was getting offense in. They brought the back event. his pre-match promo and said, "I'm here." Yep, Staples Center, or Los Angeles, yeah, or whatever yep. he said. I'm here. That's genius. People like that. I noticed, and maybe it was just this crowd. We'll see. But I noticed that it looked like there was more lights flashing, which is good. Plays into his character. I think. I think this could be a good thing. It's going to be all up to Bray's promo. To how do you keep being Bray yes. Wyatt, but not talk about tearing down the world? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which hey, if There's anyone can do, do it, it. exactly. Also, I know be talking about like rising above, but in a very like mythotic way. Mm-hmm. Not like Cena, just like never give up. He'll be like, <laughs> "Oh, the machines they hold me down, but I will rise above." He's uh, a preacher man. <laughs> yeah, no, he's a preacher. <laughs> he's a Reverend Devon. <laughs> Studs and duts. Oh, let's go those. first. Uh, Scotty, you go first. All right, studs. Machine Gun Carl Anderson, Doc Gallows. Makes sense. Uh, Dud, Maurice. Oh, Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about that segment either. There was a backstage segment where... He uh, doesn't eat blue M&Ms, damn it. Yeah. 
and no imp- or domestic water. I'm going to ask you this because I was talking to Brando about this when we were watching No, I don't it. think Maurice is very hot. Um, do you see the similarities as I do, uh, having not watched a lot of ROH but seen them more in TNA now and even then not a lot, between Maurice and Miz and Mike Bennett and Maria Kanellis? Do I see similarities? Yes. Yeah. In the gimmick, not in the people, in the gimmick. Uh, no. I think it's it's very similar. I it's think a it very... is to a degree, but uh, like I... what Mike Bennett's doing now as like the miracle Mike Bennett is more of like Maria is like a preacher almost like or like a cult leader trying to like brainwash sure. people. Um, but what they were doing in ROH, yes, like with the Kingdom, yeah, that was very much Maria's group of like these are all guys who are better dressed than anyone else in the Ring of Honor locker. They're more talented. They're better looking. So yeah, yeah, I can see it. Um, mm-hmm. Maria is great. Oh, I think she's better than Maurice. For yeah, because sure. I think Maria is more versatile from just like what she can do on the mic, what she could do as a manager and as an in-ring talent yeah. versus Maurice, who, from what I've heard, is only really back because she's on Total Divas next season. And like cool Miz with a manager could be really great because there aren't a lot of managers right now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so like in that sense, that makes Miz stand out and more managers better because that's kind of a dying thing of like what was there a lot in WWF. And isn't there now. Yeah. But uh, Maurice, I don't know. Maybe she just rubs me the wrong way. I, I it think could that's be the good, gimmick. though. It could she's be her a heel, gimmick. so I think yeah. she wants to rub oh, me oh, the wrong yeah. way. But, but like, I know what you mean. No part of her seems like someone I'd want to be associated with. Yeah. And again, I mean, that's good. That's good as business-wise. Yeah, that's good on yeah. business on them. It's the same sense of, like, the Miz isn't terrible. The Miz is really good at... His character yep. and his role in the company, and I think I think this is a, a good character evolution for him. It's different. He's been the Hollywood guy and still kind of well, still is the Hollywood guy because of the the M and M's thing. That that is like a stereotypical. Hollywood if you're thing, a famous yeah. diva, then yeah. you have your your what is it, writers list or what do they yeah. call it? The Green writer list, yeah, writer, writer list, list. yeah. yeah. Um, that you, I will only eat the blue M and M's. Take all of the other colors out, like that sort of thing. Uh, and I think it helps his character to have. Not in Scotty's opinion, but a really hot girl, right? Yeah. As a yeah. wife. Oh, no, I'm you're sure jealous a lot of, of people this think guy. she is. He's good looking. He has a championship belt, and he has a really good looking wife. Yeah. Yeah. Easy to hate. He's I just Tom have weird Brady taste. of the wrestling world is what he is. You love to hate this man. And I do. I will give Miz that. I love hating him. Yeah. So I, I think it's, it, it'll. I think this will benefit him for sure. Yes. I agree. Um, it's only a matter of time until Maurice gets really annoying. But but that's like every manager. Yeah. Eventually, they all you you get tired of the shtick. Uh, your studs and duds. Uh, both matches. My stud match was the AJ Sami Zayn match, and my dud match was the Dudley Boys Lucha Dragons match. Cool. And the duds are a little bit more on the Dudleys too. <laughs> Dudley. Ah. Uh, just because it's been a few in a row now, where it's like, God, you guys can't put together a match where by the time it's over, I'm like, good match. Yep. Good match. I, I feel so bad for the Dudleys. Like, yeah. since they've returned, originally it was like, okay, they're just doing like Dudley Boys stick light. Like, they're getting like the cheap pops for like the stuff everybody knows. But now it just feels like they can't have a good match. Yeah. And it's just Bubba yelling at like officials <laughs> or ringside stuff. This is steps. going so poorly. Like, <laughs> This is a tournament match. You're fucking screwing us. Like, stop. <laughs> He's not the legal man. Like, I feel like Bubba pays so much attention to the, how the match is taking place. Oh, yeah. That as soon as Old something school. happens, he's just like, oh, are you fucking kidding me, Ruff? Do your damn job. Uh, my stud is Monday Night Raw. Oh, no, I no, liked no, no. It. What's your dud, though? 
Uh, I don't 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 want to pick one. If I have to pick one, it's that Shane is just given control again. There you go. Though that they didn't explain why, but he still well. did a great job. So that's was, why Raw was good. This was a great episode of Raw. This was better than the Raw after Mania. Uh, yeah, booking yeah. wise, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. everything wise. Like, like you last week, you got more debuts or whatever. But I mean, I didn't. This even week think was the, a way better put together show. I didn't even think the Apollo Cruz debut was a positive. Last week, yeah, yeah because it was, it was so, so underwhelming. Out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah, it was just like, and here he is. And you were like, okay, why am I supposed to give a shit? Like, when I look at that Raw after Mania, I'm thinking Enzo and Cass, and I don't even really remember. Uh, the main event was great. That was the uh, two things. Didn't we get a singles wrestler debut? Apollo Crews. Oh, yeah. Did we get another team, too? Enzo, Cass. Bod Villains. Oh, and the Bod Villains. They were on SmackDown. On Smackdown. Which yeah. leads me to our next question. Uh, how were they on SmackDown? They were okay. They were fine. Yeah, they uh, actually took more of a beating than they gave, but they won the match. Uh, and is it weird that, again, this week, still not featured on Raw? I think that's, for better or worse, kind of what they have planned for them. They're going to bring them up and do a lot of B-show stuff, a lot of probably very minor very, Raw they're stuff. They're B-show tag team. Like, yeah. As we talked about, they were main eventers in NXT because NXT, it's relatively the same crowd, and they were into right. the gimmick, and they got it. And they weren't even main eventers in NXT when they got called up. They had no. already gone cold there. So they I'm were, not I'm not <laughs> expecting a lot from the Vaughn villains except for it adds some depth to uh, a tag team division that looks like it's going to get real good. Yeah. They're the next up. Matadors. Yep. Yeah. Like, like they're the next like really character driven tag team that will probably lose 85 percent of the time. Speaking of the Matadors, uh, they're coming back. If we haven't mentioned it, they're coming back as uh, more of a standard Puerto yeah. Rican dude gimmick. Talked about that last week. Cocky Puerto Ricans, little Carlito Colon in them. It is very Carlito. Like the the gimmick is the. Pretty much how he debuted. Yeah. Like, I'm a... Look at this beautiful beach. Yeah. Look at what I have in my hand. It's a flower. I hope we get the apple. cabana back. Sure. Cabana would be tremendous. Boom, boom. Cool cabana. No, that wasn't what you were referencing. Oh, I know. Oh, oh. Uh, you want to talk about the match that happened on NXT? Yeah, NXT this week was... What was NXT? It was uh, a lot of post-match interviews that didn't air on NXT TakeOver. But with also recaps of the matches with, that yeah, happened. With highlight NXT. packs or, or edits. Uh, it is a great way for you to catch up on what happened. Yes. But no one has NXT without having that pay-per-view. Or without having the yeah exactly without having the network right. to go back yeah so yeah, that's it's like weird that's, thing. that's what makes no sense at some point don't watch this recap episode go watch what was a fucking phenomenal yeah. show watch the whole thing. on the network yeah. that's super weird I mean when it plays on like Sportsnet or whatever yeah yeah cool like that's cool like go back and watch uh, that. NXT's not on Sportsnet anymore oh really nope yeah oh. it's only on the network oh yeah. okay that's what that's why it's so weird why Is would that you why put they this play recap? twice as much main event now on Sportsnet. Probably. I didn't Because yeah. they play main event on like Wednesdays and then they play it on like Saturday, Sunday afternoons if yeah. there's like uh no no baseball on, play main event. <laughs> well there you have it. Then you get um, a Jack Swagger versus like one guy from the Ascension match and you're like Fucking money. <laughs> yeah, you're like, That's the money why match. am I invested in this? Uh, but we did get the dark match from TakeOver between uh, Elias Samson. And Samson. Apollo Crews. And Apollo Crews. Which and was... Apollo Crews wins. In a, it was nothing. It oh, was Crews won? Yeah. Oh, cool. I was very under the verge of Samson was going to win that. No. no. Oh, even. thank the wasn't Lord. Wasn't very competitive. He uh, was going to sing beforehand, yep. and Cruz interrupted him. He had really good heat with the crowd. Yeah. Samson, that is, mm. uh, when he was trying to sing, and they kept booing, so he'd stop and be like, shut up, and then finally yep. Cruz. It, it, it looked really good. I just, I still just don't give a fuck about this guy. No. And, and maybe that's what they want. Maybe they're just breeding him to be the jobber to the stars, because if you've looked ahead, in the NXT tapings, 
Uh, Elias Samson at some point wrestles Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah. Which will <laughs> surely be a job. Yeah. At least, dear Can't God, I hope so. Can't wait to watch Nakamura kick this guy's head in. So, I, yeah. I think that maybe maybe that's what they wanted out of him. Because they mm. lost Bull. They lost Sammy Callahan. Mm. So, they don't really have a jobber anymore. So, there you go, There's Drifter. You're, yeah. you're our new yeah. guy. Yeah, need a big jobber. Him and Alex Riley. Because, sure. I mean, like, all three of those guys, or Bull... Alex. Uh, Callahan is Crow, and then now Elias Sampson. Yeah. They're guys they built up and gave a couple wins to, but always were the guy who was losing to the next big up-and-comer right. on uh, NXT. Because, I that mean, like, it. the reason why Apollo Crews got so good, or not so good, but, like, got so popular in NXT was he was killing it on uh, ho shows wrestling Sammy. Yeah. Uh, so new NXT tapings, we think, start this week, or at least yeah. they should, because Ooh. I hope it's not another recap like last week. Because that was just so. They didn't leave enough. Like I would have thought so if they were other good matches, but they covered Finn and Joe, and they covered the women's match. Yep, interviews. Yeah, and they talked about uh, Shinsuke. Shinsuke a lot, and they talked about the tag match, and I was like. I don't think you're going to recap those other matches in a show. Yeah, you would have like left some of the bigger matches to recap that's this the thing. week. As a person who watched that takeover, yeah. you just skipped through the, the replay of the match yeah. or the recap of the match. You watched the minute-long interview, and then you skipped the next replay of the match. And you watched, and like, the commercial. All and in all, yeah. it was like 15 minutes yeah. of so actual watching. Watch yeah. yeah. I didn't even watch this week's. Unfortunate, uh, but that's, I guess, that's just how ever it is. week. cover the Baron Corbin-Austin Aries match? Yep, they did an interview okay, with touch, Austin yeah. Aries afterwards. Okay, cool. So the Aries was Everyone, on I yeah. feel like all the matches got an interview or a kind of highlight. Or they all thing. got covered yeah. to a degree. So, uh, I, yeah, I don't think there's anything to cover American anymore. Alpha was crying. Yeah. I, well, specifically uh, Jason, Jason Jordan, Jordan was crying. Was really oh, I'm sure, crying. man. Like, yeah. this is the, like, the first time he's really gotten a championship or uh, been in the real spotlight. Yeah. For WWE, and he's been there for like eight years in was, developmental, and that's exactly what they talked about. They talked mm. about him ta- tag teaming with other guys. Uh, and, Coming uh, short, and Gable his... said that how much it means for him to be the guy that helps him get to that, that to elevate him next level. So yeah. it was a very sappy moment. Yeah. And speaking good. of sappy moments, <gasps> let's get to the emails. Uh, we have one email here from Alexander Rodriguez. Hey guys, hey, first time, long time. Woo. Legit burst out laughing and pointing at my sister who was sitting at me next to me when I listened to Boris's sleepwalking story. Keep <laughs> up the great work. Much love, Alex. There you go. A sappy email. Uh, Boris told. Did you listen last? No, week? I didn't. Boris oh. told a story about uh, he had a problem with sleepwalking when he was younger. Yeah. Like as a child. Uh, and he accidentally, well, not accidentally, he slept walked into his sister's room thinking that it was the bathroom and was standing over top of her peeing on her in his sleep. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, Boris. Duncan, he was, he was as alert as anyone when Actually, he was doing that. Yeah, yeah well, they, that's the thing. Yeah. Shoot, it was probably right. real. Ron also wrote us an email like last week and said, "I like you, Boris." That's all it Aww. says. So. Some Good love for get... Boris, who did a great interview this week with Ooh. one SoCal Val. It's on the feed. If you're listening to this, you will see his interview is right beneath us on the feed. Okay, give it a listen. It's really good. A I down was, there. I was very. Uh, very impressed. They with do Boris's a lot of like they cover a skills. lot of different topics. Good. Yeah, and she's cool too. Like she just kind of rolls with it. And there's some shooty stuff, and then there's some <laughs> some work stuff in there. It was really good. I quite enjoyed it. So listen to that interview. It's cool getting like people that mean something on our show. You got us, it's Warren. You got me and Scotty. True. Duncan writes an email. Uh, Dear hell of a great podcast. 
What if he knows that it's a hell of a good dip? That's just Canadian, right? Haluva? Haluva dip. <laughs> the Haluva kick. Hey, dudes. Hope you had some lamp extinguishing good weeks. Okay, that's a Bray Wyatt thing. Question time. Now that Gallows and Anders is here, how do you think it would be best to use them? Also, <laughs> did he write Anders? Yes, he did. Also, <laughs> do you foresee any friction between them and AJ Styles? Um, kind of talked about. Yeah, I feel like they're gonna be. Uh, are they gonna be best buddies with him? Yeah, and, or they'll probably never interact, and you'll just see like a slight nod every once in a while. That's a great point. I think if they're not affiliated with AJ, you don't have them go anywhere near each other. Yeah, because people will know that connection, and that's something that you can do eventually. Yeah, w- whether it just starts with a nod where people start losing their fucking minds that AJ is gonna join them. Do it down the road. If they're not affiliated with them moving forward, just leave the, keep them way apart from each the other. The second they're both out on the stage or in the ring at the same time, people are going to lose their mind yes. without people because they're going to be like, oh, God, they're together. It's they're together. Oh, my <laughs> God. The moment where all three of them are on one side of the ring and yeah. it's like Wyatt's or something on the other and everyone's like, oh, it's finally yeah, happening. That'll be the holy shit. Oh, yeah. fuck. I think I might have to call him Durs, Machine Gun Durs. That's funny. Anders, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Scotty, this might be, I guess, best for you to answer. How do you think that is the best way to use these two in the WWE? Um, like, is is an immediate tag title victory and run something that you want to see, or do you want to yeah. just see them destroy? I don't want to see them be path? on top immediately, or I want to see them be like the Shield and be like this big faction for like a year or two, a year and a half. So, so I, th- I either want to see them immediately. Team up with Balor or AJ, whatever they decide, route they decide to go. Or if they stay single, just the two of them, I want them to immediately get the title. So just book them strong from the book get-go. Book them strong yeah. as shit as the outsiders. That's, a, that's, a, that's, that's how we think they should be handled. They should yeah. be booked strong. As shit. <laughs> I think that's a good plan, though. I, uh, I think, yeah. I think it, it, it's believable for me as a guy who doesn't, doesn't really know, know much about. I mean, I know a lot more about Gallows than... Than uh, old Anders, but I uh, uh, <laughs> calm down, Scotty. I think it's so funny though. Oh, that name! I just forgot. Did you letters. know an Anders? No, I just think of <laughs> Anders from Workaholic. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. And that's just why it's funny because this is like, I don't know. Okay. Question is. two: uh, <laughs> What do you guys think about the many call-ups from NXT? Uh, also, who, if anyone, do you think will go the way of Tyler Breeze? Uh, the Vaughn villains might go the way of Tyler Breeze. Yeah, yeah like we were just saying, like they Alarming could be the next fact. Matadors. Yeah. Um, I think that weird guys are getting called up. I wasn't here to really talk about that. Did you guys use any of my notes last week? I read everything. We read oh, it all. Oh wow! Bud. Did you read it all at once? Yep. No, Holy, no, no, no. I did as we as we were okay. I was like, oh fuck, that'd be a lot. Yeah, he'd be like, Brando thought this. Um, I was in. thinking when I was writing those down, I was like, I guarantee you, they're gonna say all these points, and then it's just gonna be like repeating them because I'm not there. No, <laughs> like, no, no, no. It worked well. Good. Yeah, it did. Um, but yes, we talked about how on the list dudes. of people that we think should be called up, several of the guys that got called up are rather low. Yeah, the Von villains definitely didn't think. Apollo no. Cruz didn't think. Uh, Cass and Enzo were kind of the only. Guys that came up totally. where I was like, yeah, and I really thought we were getting Joe. They got number one for me. Joe was number two. They did not get. Yeah. Baron so, Corbin. Yeah, Baron Corbin oh, kind of came Corbin. out of there. That was the other call. And up. makes right. sense. And I it's guess. it's working so far. Yes. Uh, although they didn't have anything for him on Raw, they ran no. a, a pretty good uh, little promo package. Yeah, he's had a talk nice about. little vignette. It really good, actually. Yeah. I forgot about that. That was really well done with yeah. him talking and the 
camera cuts and it had a dark feel to it. Yep. And that was what that was really good. Yeah. So they're handling him well. Obviously, can, a big push. Can we get that for Apollo Cruz? Maybe. No. At no some one, point. No one gets. And the worst thing Apollo. is, like, if you said, like, who do you think they will muck up and who do you think they'll nail? I would have thought they would have nailed Apollo Cruz and mucked yeah. up oh, Corbin. Yeah. But it's completely the reverse way where Corbin, like, you're like, yeah, let's go. Yeah. I can and, see in six months from now us being unhappy with how fast Corbin is being pushed into the main event scene oh, yeah. and winning <laughs> big matches. But yeah. at least I want to boo him because yeah. he's a heel and not because he sucks. Right. Like yep. Roman Reigns. That's true. Uh, question three. Okay. Do you guys think it's better for a wrestler to ignore big losses like Ambrose and Wyatt did following their losses? Thanks, bros. Keep on spinning out for the powerbomb. Duncan at Brian Danielson with a one instead of an I. I think there is not much else you can do. Like, if they're like, you lose this feud and you need to go on to another important feud, you kind of just got to not acknowledge. Look yeah, you got to roll the punches happened. and just try to keep like, your momentum uh, going. Unless the loss that you had is a part of, like, some big character development where you're going to go crazy or you're going to do something. I think it's just like, well, I was telling you, I was talking to you about this, especially pertaining to WrestleMania, how it is very much, I used to look at WrestleMania like, okay, whoever comes out of WrestleMania is going to be super hot moving forward. This is just the next pay-per-view. But it feels like more and more every year, WrestleMania is just the end. And then it's like, fucking who gives a shit about right. how it happened yep. at WrestleMania? I don't care. Like, Look at AJ. AJ, Yeah, AJ Styles, that, you lost your WrestleMania match? Well, you're the number one contender now. That so. was what I was going to say, is that it, I, I think that it, it calls for them to move on. If it's the end of a feud and you lost, just move on to the future right but the aj one bothered me a little bit just because the guy that beat him was already in the ring asking for a shot of the championship and deserved it when what have you done really to deserve it right granted you've beat him just as many times as he's beaten you but yeah. you lost yeah. the big one in my mind so it, it yeah it comes but down to the fact you've lost where it's the like, most recent one right yes. yeah. and it, yeah so i think it comes down to the fact where with wrestling around wrestlemania for sure but even with wrestling you do need to have that little bit of a short-term memory where it's like totally. oh you lost your yep. feud but we need this guy to be a good wrestler in your eyes so just let's go <laughs> uh next email is from mike the ref hey gents i'm loving these past two mania raws yeah, uh, I think we can all agree how they got here was completely screwed up. Talk yes. about jumping in a uh, la- latrine and smelling like latrine. a rose. Is that what's yeah, a latrine? It's uh, one of those like troughs that you pee in. Okay. Oh, like uh, they have it. Yeah, the at the bar. Stripper. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my question for you. So it's, is... a, it's a good expression. Now <laughs> they just pee on a big pile of ice. Yeah, they just yeah, have oh, ice yeah. cubes in there, and yeah. you just give her hell. Just whiz it up. It's always fun. I was trying to write my name over the night. Yeah, and you could just shoot like across three people's streams. <laughs> Lauren's trying to carve like a big old W in the ice. Yeah. Quit peeing on my W! Fuck! Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> then Warren spent the whole night hanging out in the bathroom making sure nobody would pee on his hey, stuff. Hey, 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 hey. hey, hey. hey. Lots of room Get over there, the buddy. other end, son of a bitch. <laughs> Don't shake over here. No. Uh, Mike's question is, does this remind you of the SmackDown 6 from 2002? An amazing time for WWE, but it may be hard to maintain. How long do you guys think it will take before we get back to the same old routine? I hope it is a long while. Shout out to Boris for his awesome interview with SoCal Val. Can we please get pics of him and in his new linen vest? And she recommended uh, he wear for formal events. Keep up the great work, Mike the Ref. Very good. Uh, Two weeks. That's how long it's going to take? Yeah, two, we got two more good Raws. 
then we're back to the old shit. Right. I I just feel like it seems like moving forward that sh- they're going to keep Shane. Right. Because they did What's it important week. to remember is that Shane actually has no creative control. Right. Like this is in, like, in it's the not real like world. we it's not like we hired a bunch of new writers. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. It just is now they can book a show to make Shane seem like he's giving everyone what he wants. Right. Which is the exact opposite of what they've done for a long time with the authority being like, oh, you guys want this? Boom, you're getting this instead to be heels. Right. Because that's what heels do. Yeah. But now you've got a baby face in charge with power mm. that you can just be like, okay, they want fucking indie matches? Boom. You get AJ and Sami Zayn. You get Kevin Owens and yeah. Cesaro. You get everything you want. You get NXT guys called up. I, I just feel like if 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 the thought moving forward is to keep Shane in power – that I don't think this goes away for for a good while. Hopefully not. Because it's too easy to what just if, give what, the people yeah, what until, they want. What until Shane, stuff comes back. What if Shane is legitimately done now? And that's the thing. Who knows, right? We could <laughs> be knows? here next week and go, what the fuck is Monday happening? Monday afternoon, am, they're going to tweet, Stephanie's back. <laughs> I am very high on Raw right now and wrestling in general, yep. but I always am this yep. time of year. So I'm, I'm, I'm fairly certain that it'll be good for a while. We'll fall back down into the summer lull. It'll heat up around SummerSlam, fall down into that real brutal lull before the Royal Rumble, yep. and then uh, pick up that back again. It's all. It's always the same every year. Cycles. Next yeah. email is from uh, Ty. Huh? Hey, boy. Uh, he's the one that threw the Let's hat. Do that. This is a great Love video. it. Hey, boys. Fuck, I've been impressed with Raw since Mania. Yeah. See, it's not just us. The general consensus. After all, it is a new season for wrestling, but like every Oilers season, we're going to get a shit sandwich buffet eventually. <laughs> yeah, it is, it, it's, it's, a, it's very apt and fair to compare wrestling to the Oilers. Oilers in that to it, all, season. it always it's good for seems a weeks, so fucking good at the beginning. Maybe a month. Yeah, and, and you'll go straight downhill. Turns. It'll peak here and there. You'll yeah. be like, hey, this team's starting to look all right. They've won like five in a row. Right down the toilet again. We won the home opener. The only We're going to di- be great. The only difference between wrestling and the Oilers is that it always ends on a positive in wrestling. Yes. Like, wrestling is like making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Or I mean, WrestleMania is like making the playoffs. That's and they the big. Always get there, and they yep. and yeah, and they always manage to get there. The uh, Oilers do not. Now, by God, you've probably discussed much at length about Bullet Club, Balor Club, Bulletproof, Team Butterfree. <laughs> Team Butterfree. My question for you is: Where would you like to see them go with this angle leading up to next year's WrestleMania? Also, if you could add one superstar uh, to a current tag team or faction, who would it be? Mine would be Paige with the Wyatt family. Mm. Cheers, boys. Hashtag Boris from Mayhem Champ. Hashtag Warren the Cumrag. Hashtag Scotty to Gross. Potty. Hashtag Brando. Yeah. Where did Warren the Cumrag come I from? I forget. There was a story about that. We made a comment about that. Yeah, that did you Scotty, blow your nose in your Scotty made the comment. I don't remember what we were talking about, though. And mm. I don't think it was even about me, but uh, no. that's okay. I'm but in a hashtag it's, now. It's a, it's a hashtag. Should have done hashtag Bears Club, but that's okay. Uh, hashtag Brando is <laughs> hashtag been King huge Bears. for a long time. That's true. So I'm glad he's jumping on board. Uh, so his first question, uh, where do you see the Bullet Club leading up to Mania next year? Uh, for, I have a uh, Perry question to send to you guys. Uh, do you think there's room in the Bullet Club for AJ Styles and Finn Balor? I think there's room for one or the other. Right, okay. That's kind of where I am too. Because I think the way if you were going to build a group, it'll be either three or four guys but you're not going to have two both, like, quote-unquote, main event right. guys. Right, because which one of those guys is above the other one? Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. They'll have somebody who's, like, blatantly a mid-carder right. that they bring in. I, I, I agree. I'd like to see them move forward with eventually AJ coming in. 
I want to keep Balor away. Maybe you do some sort of at least a nod or a wink at it where there's a match where he teams with them in a tag team, but he's not actually ever fully involved with the Bullet Club. But I also think that Vince is going to want to, like, sure, the Bullet Club is an established thing outside, but he's going to want to make it his own too. So you're going to want to add some talent from within WWE Mm -hmm. into that faction as well. I don't know who that is necessarily, but I think that is going to have to be a thing moving forward. I think one of the important things to remember is that they have really put a lot into making Finn Balor seem like the Bullet Club guy. Yeah, way they, more than they've put into AJ. Yeah, like, oh yeah. like AJ, you, they've had like the whole just... Balor Club thing yep. and the whole the way more social media interaction between those guys and him holding up the oh yeah. where's where's Anderson? Doc and Luke. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I think I think they have where's Balor Durs? pegged. Where's Durs? Where's Durs? Uh, I think they have uh, Finn Balor pegged to be the leader of the Bullet Club, Balor Club, Bulletproof, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I don't think AJ is going to be in there, even though I'd kind of be more interested in seeing AJ there. But I think by the time WrestleMania rolls around, these guys are like one of your not ending matches, but main event matches. Like they are your, they would face a Brock Lesnar level kind of guy, right? Like, yeah. And, may, and maybe Balor's in a championship match, but that seems really fast. Okay. Uh, to answer his second part, I would add oh, right. someone to, like, I would go with a bulletproof club. Or whatever name they bulletproof decide. club, whatever they decide to sure. go with, yeah. right? Balor Club, Bulletproof yeah. Club. I don't think Balorproof Club, Balorproof. Yeah, then we get all of them. <laughs> so. I don't know. I like Team Butterfree. Team Butterfree. <laughs> yeah, Team Butterfree. Cool. Hashtag Harden. Eventually, we're gonna have to just let him go. Who? What kind to of mate with the other Team Butterfree? That was a sad episode. Fly. What? You can <laughs> tell we're all wings. born in the nineties because yeah. we know this Pokemon episode. <laughs> what? Um. What kind of guy goes in the Bullet Club? For those of okay. us who have watched the Bullet Club. Okay, so in Japan, for what it originally was, it was supposed to be guys who were not necessarily ex-WWE or ex-TNA, mm. but it was supposed to be foreigners. Right, outsider kind of. Yeah, yeah. because their whole thing was that they were they would use Western wrestling tactics like runouts right. or distraction finishes to help their guys get wins. Right. Compared to doing it the traditional Japanese way. Which is the honor. Yeah, honor, strong the rising style. sun. Um, but they're that's all that's in the West. They're all still kind of like, like badasses too. Though, yeah, right? they're, like, they're all badasses. Um, a lot of them were no, not necessarily second generational because it was like, uh, Haku's kid was in there. Uh, right, he was uh, in Evolution, or I mean uh, Legacy. Uh, one of his kids was not not not, 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 the, same not the same one. Okay. no, no, no. <laughs> Tammy Tonga is not the not Sunny or whatever. What about um, Baron Corbin? I was gonna say Baron Corbin has the look. He has the look. I don't. Right? I don't but think I don't he's think he what Bullet Club's fit. about, right? Because like, it's like you instantly he'd be like, "Go back to Ring of Honor," and well, they'd be especially like, "Especially because he's a lone wolf." I yeah, guess it would yeah. not make I a guess lot of I, sense. That literally Baron Corbin. When I was thinking of their like attire yeah, and shit, I was like, he, "It fits with him." But when I asked Scotty, like, "What kind of guy?" Is in Bullet yeah. Club. It was because I was like, I don't think Baron Corbin's the kind of guy who's in Bullet Club. Yeah, it's not like their gimmick is like we're three lone wolves making a pack. That yeah. was more like the Shield. Yes, God bless the Shield. Uh, but yeah, like I think it'd be cool if they gave AJ and then they brought maybe somebody up from NXT who is kind of just like an indie darling, like Samoa B- Joe. You no, know he's... what, Joe would work. I think I, it work. would work too. Aside actually. from him having a it's, ton of beef with Balor, yeah, but. and for me, it's the same problem with Balor and AJ. It's 
it, it feels like the guy you bring up has to be bigger than AJ or not as big as AJ. Well, yeah, and like Joe is like on the exact level. Yeah. Right? Because I want someone who is blatantly below the level of AJ, but is considered better than a tag team wrestler. Austin Aries. Bam! Bam! Go. Bobby Roode. No, what Austin about, Aries. What I about like that Chompa? One. I like Chompa. Yeah. Sure. Tomato Camper? Tomato Camper. Tomato. What about Johnny Gargano? Look, all Gargano? these guys. Gargano? Jar- Johnny Gargano? <laughs> Drano? Johnny Drano? Boys, wrestling is great right now. Yeah, it's a let's, lot of fun. Let's remember SatPod 109, one of our most positive yeah. SatPods of all time. Feels one good. of our funnest. We're, we're pretty positive on the on the regs. Yeah. But tonight, God damn it, hmm. it's good. We're a community. And Feeling we're all fine. A, Feeling fine at 109. One big happy family. <laughs> uh, we need to pick a song. Who wants to pick a pay-per-view? <sighs> Throw one at me. I'm going to say 2005. Ah, uh, jeez. Uh, SummerSlam 2005. Let's find out what that is, and then we'll decide whether or not we're going to play it. That was the uh, the Shawn Michaels-Hulk Hogan match. Was that uh, SummerSlam? Tell me a lie. Uh, we've already done Remedy Bus either, unfortunately. Oh, I feel like we've done it a couple times. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, hmm. let's pick a bra- uh, bragging rights. Ooh. <laughs> we've never done bragging rights. I can tell you that much. Two thousand. I I don't know what year that was. Even uh, a fucking nine thing. and ten. I think was the two years. Okay, two thousand nine. No, ten. Ten. Was 2010. Okay. Bragging rights. Two thousand and ten. Uh, was the. Uh, <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, it's your last shot by Politics and Assassins. Yeah. All right. We're doing it. Yep. By God. By you God. can uh, send us an email like everyone else did. We like emails. Honestly, thank you guys for writing us emails, especially Duncan. I don't like singling anybody out, but Duncan writes in every week and has three questions every week. Good God, that I'm must sure be. sure that's not easy to come up with I don't even have to come questions. up with a bad pun every week. And I don't we don't even... even expect the three questions. He just does it. I so don't I even like, like doing show prep. Right. So I can't imagine having to exactly. be like, oh, what are three questions to ask? But everyone is great. We like emails, especially first-time emails like Alexander Rodriguez wrote in today. Thank you. Rodriguez. May you soon be a second-time emailer. Sure. Also, I forgot to mention uh, the email. Oh, we didn't read that last email. Okay. I knew there was one more email left. Oh, we got one more? <laughs> uh, it's from Jerry. Jerry. Who wrote in the uh Subject line, I met Warren, it was nice, and he reminded me of that other thing that I was going to talk about and that I did the past oh, week. Oh, And that is... Save the show. I was in an NHL 16 tournament. Oh, oh yeah! Oh. At the Denizen Hall, which is a barcade here in Edmonton. Home of the Scott Box from time to time. That's I, not true. Uh, You've never lived there. We, <laughs> we had three, quote-unquote, round-robin games. Uh-huh. The pool. Uh, I won. I got spanked my first one, 9-2. Yep. I won my second one, 7-4. Uh-huh. And I tied the third one with, like, 30 seconds left. Right. That'll get you through. One, one, and one. That puts me through to the it's round of 64. Yeah. And then I lost the first game. Uh, handedly. You were a low seed. To a guy playing classic controls. That was weird. Which pissed me right off. Yeah. See, I feel like there should be, like, a hard rule as someone who runs well, tournaments. They they said, like, you can't you can't mess with the rules of the game and, like, the momentum. And, like, you can't do any of that shit. But, I mean, 
If you want to play with the controls that you know how to play, that's fine. Because maybe he maybe he just can't play with the skill stick. So then it's an unfair advantage for me, right? That yeah, that's kind of the thing though. But if it's a tournament, there should be a flat rule of like we're either using I'm not complaining all blank controls or all classic. I had fun. It was a good time. I got to meet Jerry. There you go. Who was also in the tournament? Who I think did better than me. Good. He made it to the round of fifty four. He always That's not in. a round. It would be 32 next. Yeah, it would be. Jerry came up to me as soon, like almost as soon as I got there, shook my hand, said, I listen to the pod all the time, love it. Cool dude, really like right. him. And then he goes, I'm the guy that always writes in emails. And I'm like, well, we get a lot of emails, right. but I remember the name Jerry. He's like, yeah, I'm the guy that always makes fun of Scotty. I'm like, ha, you and me are best friends now. <laughs> well, best Jerry, a rivalry Thanks born. for writing in, Jerry buddy. writes in, <laughs> and he says, hello, ladies. Hopefully this isn't too late. Hello, I can't ladies. believe the hate for the Rock segment at Mania. <laughs> I loved it. Not everything needs to be about getting the younger talent over, and Mania was awesome, other than Reigns winning, but the event was so entertaining that I don't care. Question, who's yeah. the hottest chick in WWE right now, and Ooh. who is the hottest all time? Do a little womanizing. S- silly question. But you asked for questions, and that's what I've come up with. I'm sure Scotty will go with Luna Vachon as her his hottest of all time because he's disgusting <laughs> like that. Thanks, guys. I was thinking Jerry. about putting her up there. She's, <laughs> she's definitely in that top three of all time. <laughs> Jerry, oh, I'm going to level with you. I don't fucking remember the Rock segment until I went back and watched it hardly at all. But I remember I was popping real good. Uh, yeah, I liked The Rock. I thought yeah. the, the flamethrower was... Could have done with well, the flame they, 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 The rock thing didn't light up as well as it could have. They should have put more gas on it, is what I they should have yeah, done. Yeah, like more pre-lit it or I something. Don't think, I don't think I hated the segment as much as everyone else seems to hate it. Yeah. I wasn't crazy about it. I didn't think it needed to be on that card, but it was on the card, and looking back on it, I don't know. It, I just it was wish okay. it was a little shorter. It's at the point now where attendance is always its own, like it's a, it's a segment now, attendance. Like you build something yeah, oh yeah. around the attendance. Especially for that one, yeah. that you're setting this 100,000. Right. Fake fan record. Right, we don't know it's fake. We don't know it's fake. <laughs> we're pretty sure it's fake. We're, we're pretty, pretty sure they're fake. Pretty sure. Okay, so hottest currently. I'm gonna go with Paige. I'm pretty sure she had a boob job done in the past like nope. bit while she nope. was off. No, that's not true. No, well, she just Warren would know. He's, she just figured a way to push him up better. Warren. She she's tweeted one time and said, "For everyone asking, it's just a really good bra." Oh, okay. That's all she said. That sometimes it's worth the investment or something. So I'm gonna go with Paige for current lady. Okay. All time, I'm going to go with Lita. Because as a young boy, she was like, had that yeah, alternative yeah. Oh, look yeah. or whatever. And yeah. like, I was definitely like, whoa, I think I like girls that look like this. Uh, all time for me is Trish Stratus. All time for me is Stacey Keebler. Nice. Keebler's it's, a good pick. I, and yeah. Keebler would be number two, I think, yeah. for me. But Trish was a Canadian girl. You felt yeah. like you knew her. You and, know what I mean? And that, that this these are the right age groups where, like, it's no surprise all of our hottest <laughs> women came when we were like watching out 12 years yeah, old. Yeah, when we were 12 to 14. Um, who's my favorite right, right now? Right now, though. Renee Young. Yeah. <laughs> Renee Young is real. Good. Uh, Doesn't Warren. Like, I, got, I got a thing for Becky Lynch. Yeah. I know she's probably not the most traditional hot. No, no, no. But she, but she I, has I got a real some, big thing for Becky listen, Lynch. Listen, she looked great at that Hall of Fame. Ooh, That's because you guys just don't want to change the last name. You're just like, boom, it's already good. It's just so much easier that yep. way. Uh, yeah, Lana would Stacey be up Lynch. there for me. Lana? Yeah. Stacey Lynch, is that what you just said? Yeah. <laughs> Lita Molino. Pretty nice ring to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, I got to go with Lana. 
Uh, Stacey Keebler was with George Clooney for a while. I don't know if she's still yeah, is. No, nope. she isn't. Clooney's back she's on the just market. killing it on Dancing with the Stars, if memory she's serves. Great. She's great. <laughs> I think she went right to the final, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, probably. Those legs. Dance for days. Yep. She had that little dress that would swing with her hips. I wouldn't know. I was just looking at her pretty face. Yeah, me too. Right in your eyes. Okay, that's uh, the end of the emails. Uh, if you would like to send us an email <laughs> like that, sapod316 at yahoo.com. That was a good show, boys. That was. That was a really good show. Snappy. It's, it's snappy. Yeah, we're, we're going. We're clicking. Wrestling's good. Yeah. Lots to talk about. We'll be uh, we'll do it all again next week. So the rare occurrence where I don't feel like the show being good hindered us. No. Sometimes I feel yeah. like our shows are just better when we bitch about stuff. <laughs> it's true. But I don't like to bitch about Or if we stuff. go on a terrible tangent where we're like, whoa, why did we talk about pooping our pants or yeah, something? Well, or Brando what? falling drunk. Those have their place. It's not We don't have to not do that, but this week was good. Raw was good. You couldn't shit on Raw at all this week. Nope. Well, Even the not. things where you were like, okay, wait, why is Shane back in charge? It all worked out for the better. It was nice yeah. for us to start with the Shane thing and being like, this makes no sense. And being like, hey, now that that's but still, done, he made a hell good. of a show. Yeah, totally. he quote unquote booked a great show. Uh, we will be back next week with another show, Satpod 110. Oh, God. Which is weird. That's a, like, we're already a tenth of the way yep. to the next hundred. <laughs> it's weird. That's fucked. Very weird. Uh, in the meantime, until next week, you can listen to uh, Boris's interview with SoCal Val, which, as I said, is really good. It's about half an hour long. Uh, some really cool topics in there. Uh, give that a listen. Go back. Check the past two indie casts from WrestleMania weekend. Those are right. fun. Are you guys still maybe talking, thinking about doing another Yeah, we're going to get together soon enough. Um, okay. <laughs> we've got some shows that we'd like to review that just happened. Okay. So. Well, keep your... Uh, Eyes open for that. We'll be tweeting as well. Like it's the season, right? Like if you're ever going to churn out a few more episodes, this is probably the time of year where you're going to do that. Because CZW Best of the Best tournament happened last weekend, so we got some news and stuff to cover from that. Uh, You can, uh, so yeah, keep your eyes and ears open (laughs) for that. We'll be tweeting it. You can follow us at SatPod. We try and stay active on there. Uh, Individually, I am at the Diesel Barris. I'm at ScottBox64. I'm at Brando1990. Scotty. Do your thing. Until- oh, wait, no, no, no. It's your last shot by politics and assassins. I don't know what this is going to sound like, but it's, God damn it, we're going to do it. Good. Now do your thing, so. Until next time, guys. Good night and good luck. Woo! It's your last shot. It's your last shot. Like to say, you're better off in a